Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, welcome to the Cast number 31 with Solo Mission. Solo Mission, absolute privilege to have you on the cast. And I've been looking forward to this for, I think we kind of talked about having you on about a month or so ago and so now it's finally happened so excited how are you yeah. doing and then some unforeseen circumstances happened and i uh <laughs> yeah. died on my man. <laughs> yeah i was like wait I'm, what i'm doing great i was like i'm not up to date with this whole thing and then i checked the app i was like wait you haven't died yet and then i was like oh oh i see yeah i managed to keep it secret for like two weeks i like um i was messaging the Hardcore, I'm on death tweeter. And I was still logged into the game. And I was like, please be awake right now. Don't tweet this out. No spoilers. And yeah, I've managed to keep it under wraps. So that was good. <laughs> but there's people that look you up, right? Like, there has to be people that already knew. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, obviously, the pe- person that killed me knew. And then mm. some of their, like, team. And then the people that were hunting me, like, they knew, they know because I just told them. And then I told a few more of my friends. So, I say about... 50 or 100 people knew and i was okay. getting comments on the, the latest episode being like wait you die what the hell <laughs> but like they were recording quite late so on yeah. the whole it was pretty good <laughs> shit so how what i'm actually just curious like first thing like how was that experience playing a what let me get it right pvp locked or pvp world locked hardcore iron man is that how it is yeah pvp world only so okay. apart from a few minor exceptions like i did some nightmare zone for the points and stuff like that yeah how was yeah, on the on the whole, I re- I really enjoyed it. Um, like in my history, I've loved Dead Man Mode, so it was kind of taking that extra risk element to a hardcore Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, because I've considered doing hardcore Iron Man in the past, and I I did do it on release, but for this one, I don't know. I just wanted to do it with a bit more, bit of an extra element of risk to it because hardcore Iron Man as it is now doesn't really interest me. Just playing as a straight up hardcore because I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't really die unless <laughs> something drastically bad happened like internet internet or like your monitor turning off or whatever so you had a beast account like it was 
beastly. How did you not? How did you never die? Like, I would get that, I would, I would that far. <laughs> it was a beast. No, your account was uh, actually like insane. Yeah, I mean, considering it was in a PvP world, but the thing is, a PvP hardcore Iron Man, it's as difficult as you personally make it. To be honest, that's true. Because when you're going around the game, you could always like hover your teleport and instantly teleport, seeing you to see like a player indicator pop up, for example. That's true. But that obviously requires a ton of concentration and stuff. So as it as it went on, I I uh, became a bit more lax in trying to stay alive, just yeah. for like entertainment value because no one wants to see someone just teleporting a million times. <laughs> yeah. um, and that was like that that final death clip. I that's a respectable way to die, where it's like you know what, let's see what happens right here with this PK or at Serb. Shit, yeah, yeah, hit the fan, but like you know, <laughs> it better than just instant telling and then like never having that kind of situation happen. So. Yeah, like realistically, that was probably as well as it could have ended without like dying in like single combat after a massive tank. Yeah. Um, and I had quite a few close calls, I guess, along the way, which was really nice for uh, like gets the heart pumping, you know. And that's what I play for, like the adrenaline rush, the shakes. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> the solo mission shakes on show. We all we all know those shakes. If if you played as a kid going out in the wilderness in like multi. Bro, not playing as a kid, man. I don't know if you you're aware of it, but I I'm well known for my shaking versus Ditter Bitter and Dead Man from like must be like twenty nineteen now. I think when you type solo mission into YouTube, at least at least for a period of time, the first like recommended search was solo mission shaking. <laughs> <laughs> like for ages i don't know if it's still that i've never definitely seen that. used to be that damn i gotta, I gotta you, see that now. yeah you should you should see that clip that's a that's an iconic deadman clip and people still bring it up like so often all the time anytime there's shaky stuff it's like shaking like solo mission right now <laughs> yeah i had no idea well now i know um okay so i want to ask when did you start runescape so I was thinking about this before, uh, trying to pin it back to a year exactly, but I think it was late 2004, because I was definitely in primary school, we used to get the bus, and um, some of my friends had older brothers sort of thing, I think they found out from them, and then everyone was talking about it, and naturally you sort of hop on and start playing and see where that goes. So I think it was 2004, it was quite early. Yeah, that, that's, pr- I think... Um, I started around like September 2004, so I'd say just around the exact same time. Yeah, I think it was like the release of the farming skills, a new thing maybe. So I remember that being released, but I obviously was completely terrible. Like, a yeah, no, my, then, my like brain was. wasn't developed. I couldn't even tell you what, <laughs> what updates were out. And I remember um, the Abyssal Whip, I used to call Abyssal Whip. Like, I don't know, <laughs> I had no idea what it, I just I said Abyssal. Yeah. Abyssal. it's so true though like a lot of pronunciation and words and stuff like I, I've, you've obviously everyone's learned a lot from this game yeah i know the classic ones are like smelting ore and stuff and oh that's how you make steel yeah <laughs> etc okay here's yeah. the other question i want to ask so out of the three gatherers what were you miner woodcutter or fisher because every single child like had their like oh that's you know what was I would it? say woodcut I would say woodcutter. I, I was think. I was a woodcutter as well. <laughs> I was all Very about that woodcutting. Getting like I remember being able to chop a yew a yew tree was incredible. I was like anybody that can chop a yew is a god. 
That was your goal. Magics were like beyond god. I was like people that are chop <laughs> magic and like you know they'd have like the gnome scarves and like the yeah the like the dragon axes like yeah. fashion skate back then. Yeah, just the berets so nice. and the legends capes, and I'm like you guys are literal kings. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But to be honest, like past my initial sort of adventuring year or two, like you know doing the quests, like um, just playing with mates and stuff. Uh, I mainly got into PvP. Like I was always PvP uh, until old school came out. Really. Okay, so, so like, so tell what what got you yeah, into so, PvP initially. So back in the days, everyone knows it. The wilderness just had such like a I don't know like that allure of like excitement. Like this lawless land where you can lose your stuff and you can obviously get people's stuff as well. And at, around that time. I don't know if it, it was if RuneScape was as big in America, but in British like primary schools, I swear, literally everyone in the class had a RuneScape account. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was like for you guys over there, but it was just so like prolific around like 2006 sort of time. Yeah, I think I think 2005, 2006. I could say probably 25 percent of the males in my class had a RuneScape account, like guaranteed. I wouldn't say like even half, at least at my school. But... I- I mean, for us, it was honestly like seventy-five percent of the guys, <laughs> and even some of the girls as well. Yeah, the <laughs> that was that, just really uh, popular. That is true. The girls, there was actually quite a few girls that had their own accounts, and uh, there was a girl I kind of liked when I was, you know, like nine or ten or whatever. <laughs> and I'd go over to uh, her. I, I mean, I'd go over to her little brother's house, and then I'd hang out with him. But it was mainly for her. But yeah, she had like she had a better account than me, and I did not understand it. I'm like, I thought girls can't like be good at runescape but she was like um, actually like a nerd to it but she you know shit shit you couldn't buy her for 10k then <laughs> she could buy me for 10k probably. i couldn't <laughs> yeah. afford it anyway uh, yeah so i got into like pking through barrack multi as most people do I thought, obviously you have the initial stage of like I played a lot with my brother as well. My brother's in the year below, so he's like one year younger than me. Like we've got a cousin our same age, and all my mates were playing. And obviously, people end up losing their stuff in the wilderness. So then, like the logical next step is, oh, we can kill people for stuff in the wilderness. <laughs> and um, we were always there, Varok multi every weekend, making new level three, like get the fire strikes going. They were like really good times, and that's that's definitely how I got into PvP from like free to play Varok multi. I think a lot of people did as well because it was really popular. Yeah. Like back back in those days. I really loved going up that uh that like Varrock route, like up the church, past the yew tree and stuff into multi. And, yeah. Like, and then <laughs> I remember um you could just join like a little clan, like whenever you wanted. There was like, hey, like you want a team? Like you'd say team question mark. And then yeah. like they'd have their own little team of like four or five people, all free to play and just you just get a joint random team. And, I'd have a and then you inevitably get BS and stuff. Yeah. And then I'd have a buddy on a speakerphone on our, on, our, on our home phone. And whenever the phone would ring, the internet would freak out. And it would like... Oh, yeah. Because it was around that time where people were just getting broadband back then. Yeah. I think. Like really early days. Like I remember when there was no ditch and stuff and you just like ran yep. in. Like no worldy ditch. Yep. 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 Yeah. Good times, man. Such good times. <laughs> And yeah, I have the shakes as well. Like I or I used to. And uh, yeah, being a kid, when you're like s- sitting in your underwear at the kitchen computer, like we we had our computer like right in the kitchen, and like yeah. I'm sitting on like a wooden chair, like in my underwear, and I'm just 
shaking out of control when I'd be in the wilderness. <laughs> I like, couldn't even move my mouse hardly, but it was so like what a rush. Yeah, it was that rush. <laughs> so, did you play all the way up until EOC and stuff? Um. So, so I was going through the stages. Like, I played through every PKing update. Like, I remember crying as a kid when the um, the bounty hunter creators came out and free trade got removed. <laughs> I like specifically remember thinking it was like the end of RuneScape and crying my eyes out when I was like ten. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then yeah, just I only ever PvP'd until around when Dungeoneering came out. I did Dungeoneering and summoning, but that was only because it would help in PvP. Like that's the only reason yeah. why I would do anything other than PvP. Like I never did Bandos, God Wars, any sort of PVM or that sort of stuff. Yeah. It was just PvP only. Slash like making money, like dying for all this stuff and getting climbing boots and selling them on the G and going back to the crater and stuff like that. Yeah. So when I guess uh so I'm unfamiliar with like the game's history between like two thousand seven and two thousand thirteen, pretty much. Yeah. Like I just I didn't play back then. So how was the uh this is, I guess I haven't ever asked a guest about this, but, like, how how did, like, PvP shift from years 2007 to 2013 with, like, summoning and other things like that? I'm just curious. Yeah, so basically, I don't, I don't have a great perspective on this because at this t- around this time, I was just, like, messing around in multi or, like, just an edge PK. I was, I was always a Zerka. I, kn- I didn't even have a main on uh, RuneScape 2. Mm. I literally just had my Zerka that I got Chaotix and stuff on and turmoil and all the rest but it was always moving moving along the pvp meta because you had turmoil karasi like soul split chaotix and later storm of armadil and that's about the time that i stopped like being as engaged with it because it was just like someone comes out in their alien gear and it's like what the fuck what the fuck's this guy doing yeah um so I that was part of the reason why I stopped playing in 2011 alongside um, just like real life became not more interesting, but you know, like around that time I was like 15, 16 sort of, so like concentrating on school and like sport and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I didn't really, I, I, I'm also a bit lost with when people talk about like Ganodermic roads and all this shit. Yeah. Like from like 2011 to 2013, I don't really know anything about that, but people seem to have enjoyed it. Yeah. So we'll definitely get into this a lot more later on, but <clears throat> do you think that the reason PvP was so great back then was because there was just nobody was like great at it? I guess we can look in hindsight. There was probably people that at at the time were incredible PvPers, but like now that we look now, it's like everyone is kind yeah. of lost. I feel like and they just. <laughs> Well, I feel like that was me. Like, I was terrible back then, but I still would have had a KD of, like, 10 to 1 in Edgeville, which was, like, making making a a good amount of money. Yeah. But, like, I actually made some videos from, I think, 2009 to 2011 sort of time. Um, They're, like, really terrible videos, but that's a a little, like, signposting to my future there. (laughs) Yeah. We made, like, some little horrible PK videos. Yeah, no, I made some. I made a, I made a couple of RuneScape music videos when I was. A oh kid. my god! Wait, I've got a memory of RuneScape music <laughs> videos, right? So this is more like uh, 2006, I want to say. Yeah. But me and my brother and like some of our friends, like 
our house was like the house that a bunch of our friends just came to because it was like quite central and big garden that sort of thing yeah and uh we made a runescape music video but it wasn't a video it was like powerpoint slides (laughs) (laughs) and like there was one lyric on each powerpoint slide like read out in the game and they were just screenshots from (laughs) in-game so we'd play the song on youtube and then be clicking through these powerpoint like (laughs) along with the music (laughs) it's the most like kiddy thing ever well i think it's like to songs like uh breaking benjamin like the diary of jade and that sort of stuff I'm just like clicking through and be like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> I have a I have a video, but I, I can't leak it yet. But I'll say the song that it was played to was uh, the hardest button to button by the White Stripes. And well, I, I can't remember a lot of the music, but yeah. Yeah, but it, it's I don't know if you ever watched The Simpsons as a kid, but like there was a little um, Simpsons sort of like music video copy to like the White Stripes original music video of it. Oh, okay. And it's like we're like the the girl drummer is like every single scene there's like a new drum set and she's like moving on the street and there's like a new drum i don't know anyway but for those that know about it it inspired me to make my own runescape version of it (laughs) and it was like so horrible i was trying to learn hypercam like unregistered hypercam too shit i was trying to like learn that as i was doing it (laughs) and i was trying to get these other people involved in my music video and i'm i was like a slow ass typer and so I'd go, like, find somebody, like, hey, do you want to be in my music video? And I would, I swear to God, it would take 45 minutes for for me to finally, like, get out, like, okay, at this point, I need you to type this, and it would be, like, part of the lyrics <laughs> of the song. And they were always so fucking confused, so I, like, I tried to get what I could, but it was, yeah, it was a mess, but those were some good times. No, uh, they were, I think just, yeah, everyone was just young, basically. <laughs> Just just a brief apology for those listening. I, there are some lawnmowers and some leaf blowers outside of my apartment, so hopefully you guys can't hear it too loud, but that'll probably be happening for, like, hopefully only, like, 10 minutes or so. I don't know if you can hear it well. Can you on your end? I, I, don't, I don't think it's that bad. Okay. Like, I'm just hearing what they're hearing, so if anyone's complaining, you should okay. be a bitch. Okay, hopefully <laughs> hopefully it's good. They, they usually are doing this on Monday, but, of course, it just happens to happen on Tuesday now, so... Anyway, I want to talk now about, um, I guess, what got you into YouTube, because I'm always just super curious on, you know, YouTubers and streamers and on how they, like, started their journey and what, you know, what they, I guess, yeah. what their experiences was starting off. It's starting off, yeah. So, well, I came back to the game in 2015, so that was a four-year-long break. Um, the reason I came back is because I saw I watched Boaties One Man Army. It got recommended to me on YouTube. <laughs> like I and I was like watching it and I was loving it and like the Iron Man aspect just seemed like crazy, like interesting. Like I'd never, bear in mind, I'd never really played the game properly because I'd just been peeking, so I'd never like gathered my own stuff and all that sort of stuff. So I enjoy. I start. So I started watching old school RuneScape YouTube videos back then, and then things happen and. I, I played Deadman, the original Deadman mode, was probably one of my favorite things about the old school RuneScape experience, even all these years later. It was one of the best things ever. Um, watched videos around that. And then I think one of the later seasons of Deadman, I was watching videos, and because I was playing and I was PKing myself, and I was like watching some some of the bigger, bigger YouTubers. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know if I want to call anyone out, but... <laughs> 
Uh, fuck it, I will. <laughs> I was watching a, fra- a framed video. <laughs> and I was just thinking to myself, like, this is, okay, so I don't think this anymore. But at the time, I was like, he's not even killing like, anyone good here. Like, he's not getting any good clips. I swear I could just do better if I uploaded what I'm doing in game. <laughs> Like, thinking, like, I could make a better video than Framed, and I was like, what, what, well, why not? Fuck it, let's go for it, and start uploading some clips. Um, so I did, but I, I'd, or, I'd already, I actually, before that, I edited, I fully edited an Iron Man progress video when I started my original solo mission Iron Man in about 2015, but then I just scrapped it, and I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. So it took me, like, another year and a half or something to actually upload something. And that was like, yeah, scuffed mic, PK commentary, like, yeah, I don't know, the just good like shit. terrible quality. That's the good like, shit. Not, not even getting, not even getting that good kills. But I thought <laughs> like I was doing better than I was and that sort of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, but that got me into um, got me into video making, making those little dead man just randomly PK in. My favorite spot was um, Priest in Peril, which shows how much of a noob I was because I used to love preying on people who were doing the quest because they had a bunch of rune essence in their inventory. <laughs> So you could just catch oh my god yeah because you know you have to bring it to the guy and yeah, like yeah, we used yeah. to catch loads of people there because like <laughs> it's, a, it's miles away from a bank or like any aggressive npcs it was like a great little spot we used, to, we, used to, we used to like run that area for a week until the sweat balls came in and just like cleared us <laughs> and then it was time to leave <laughs> so yeah that's that's how i got into it yeah so who so who would you say your inspirations were to start would you say framed was the biggest inspiration or was he just your <laughs> i mean that's not really i would say that's an inspiration because yeah. like I, I think i could do better than this guy <laughs> well i guess inspiration in a different sense as in like he was finally the you know the, the yeah i needle mean on the camel's back or whatever it is I, I'm, I'm just i'm just talking like a specific like switch in my head being like oh i could do this and that was like from that from framed but i think my my overall inspiration probably just comes from Boaty because I watched everything that he put out and like his woman army and all that sort of stuff. That's awesome. And I've like I've followed his career ever since. Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> I wasn't around when One Man Army was a thing, but I will say like I've seen quite a few of the episodes back when I was like starting my Iron Man. Yeah, and yeah, there is something just really nice about. I don't know, like were, were there. A lot of other players playing like unofficial uh, Iron Man well, at the time. I, I, don't, I don't really know because he was doing that before I started playing. Like I pretty much found his his stuff like when he was finishing it up actually, because okay. he was going for like kill streaks at the end of it to finish the series. But then I I like watched back all the episodes up until then. Yeah, I think so. That... I'm not I'm not really sure about the uh, the community in twenty. 1314. Yeah, I'm unaware as well. I uh I do remember his Dragonfall helm hunt was like just super nostalgic. Apologies. Yeah. Apologies <laughs> for the, the loud noises outside. It's really loud oh, no, on my end, fine. so I'm just I'm just it's it's, it's really fine on the sound though. It's no worries. Yeah. Um so now let's get into what made you so was one man army the thing that kind of got you into Iron Man? And, oh yeah, uh, starting your own iron. So tell us about yeah, so, going from a PvP based player to like Iron Man, I guess. Yeah, so I jumped straight back into the game in 2015 after seeing these videos, and then I was like, "Oh, it's an actual official mode." I didn't even realize that it was an official mode. I was like, "Oh, I guess I'll do that then. It seems fun and interesting." 
and then from there, because I was, I, this was in my first year of university at this this point, I think, um, coming towards the end of it, I just started playing Solo Mission, which is my original Iron Man, and that's all I did. And I actually played the game properly, did all did all the stuff how Iron Man things go. Obviously, Iron Man was a lot different back then. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I I became a bit of a grinder to be honest. Like I think I got to like rank fifty or something, like third page Iron Man, which isn't like that impressive, but. At the time, I was like, oh, shit, I must be, like, playing a decent amount because I started a bit later than others. Yeah. So, yeah. So, who were the beasts at the time? Who were the beast Iron Men then? If the you beast Iron Men. Well, I, so I joined Iron Man CC, the, the clan chat, um, just because, like, you know how you just type it around? It's like, oh, Iron Man CC, that must be a thing. And then, oh, it's a <laughs> big community of Iron Men. Yeah. And I remember someone called Andrew Calx, who was, like, rank one at some point and he was in that clan chat and he just it's, i think he just did like he was because no one was maxed back then yeah um he just did like a getting his like lowest skill up all the time just for the rank but his xp was like in the bin compared to some of the other ones yeah. which are like higher up and then you've got like a is it leslie and lelador yep and those sorts of people from back in those days yeah yeah so very different times now but, oh yeah yeah and that was back when, uh, you know, like anybody could be top page Iron Man. You just had to play a lot. Yeah. You didn't have to skill. You just, you know, could PVM do whatever. Yeah, so it's so, so true. I think I was like twelve to ninety nine fletching, and it wasn't even like a particular goal of mine to do anything like that. Yeah, not that that's like a massive flex or anything, but way less people played the mode, and it, everyone, people weren't as sweaty at that point. Like it was getting there because I remember listening. I listened to some of their Hexes podcasts and I was like, oh, these guys are, like sweaty, but like I'm enjoying like listening to their efficiency chats and all this sort of stuff. Like back when even like Signet and stuff were like on it. Yeah. And like trance music <laughs> and all those people. So I actually listened to it back then. Um, and it, that was like people were gradually getting a lot more like, I don't know, efficiency focused. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and the rest is history really with that. The, there were some videos I remember watching on YouTube where it was like, the best Iron Man collections. It might have been Spark <laughs> Mac, actually, that was, like, showing yeah. it off. And I just remember it was so early on. It was, like, people were, like, flexing, like, Dragon Med Helms and shit. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, dude. like an invent full of stuff and they couldn't even fill it up with everything. <laughs> it was, like, like Dragon Med Helms, though. It was, like, because you look at it now and you're like, wait, what? Like, what? Had this is not yeah. a flex? But, like, at the time, it was, like, anything, you know, people would have, like, three whips. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, that's yeah. insane. Well, the game mode, it's got so much easier over time. Like, oh, yeah. if, you, if, you, if, you play, if you didn't play Iron Man before, like, 2017, you probably wouldn't even understand how, like, how much more difficult it was back then. Oh, yeah. Just for, like, and even, like, fire making. I remember I used to light my magic logs on fire to get, like, 98 fire making, and Winstall came out the next fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> like, just random stuff like that. It was just... And the old Zora drop table. Oh, my God, that was so amazing. See, that's the only difference like zora was the only thing that was actually like nerfed later on like that drop table was fucking was disgusting and i didn't even get i didn't even know how to kill zora until it was nerfed i was a late oh, really? when it came to zora yeah that was back yeah, before no, like i pvm and stuff it was just like zora is really just a memory thing it's like you just got to memorize a few phases and then you're good it's not anything really skill-based it's just remember what's happening yeah I've always liked going for things like really early on in an account. Like as soon as I think I could kill it, I'll tr try and do it rather than like being efficient. 
oh, like yeah. grinding out. So I remember my my first ever Zora KCs were with Diamond Balti, <laughs> Vengeance, and like Cure Me spell, just range only with a crossbow. Jesus. It's like tra- it's tragic, but like <laughs> I must have done like three hundred KC like that with the old drop table. So it's like it was so worth doing because it's like hundred magic logs, like. 70 sharks and stuff see that's what i feel yeah. about vorkath when vorkath was first released it was just blowpipe so i'd go with my blowpipe i was pretty newbie like blowpipe was like my yeah. best item i had on my account basically and i would just load up my entire inventory with like one range pot like two prayer pots and all wines i would just have a bunch of wines <laughs> because i would just be like okay like this is like the perfect bot like my kills were slow as fuck but it was like this yeah. is so awesome i could just use all these wines and stuff and just you know yeah then you look at the loot out. and it's like oh my god you just get an erection <laughs> from it <laughs> dude day i think it was like day one or day two it was dropping like 200 blue dragon scales the scales yeah <laughs> the scales and like it was dropping I was, like, like celebrating so much <laughs> yeah and the five palm seeds which at the time there was no farming guild or anything was insane yeah. no yeah i remember i remember day of release forecast i because i was on my iron man I dropped over some superior dragon bones and they sold for 1.5 mil each in the G because people needed the potions to kill it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was insane. It's crazy how, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like the only reason Zol, or the only reason Vorkath ever was like that was just because it had to compete with Zora. Did I get that right? Yeah. Yeah, Vorkath and Zora. So. Yeah, I mean, all these things, I think, were just planned to be so much harder than they actually ended up being because yeah. people figured it out. Like, Zora would be decent, like, in terms of balancing if it was just, like, random rotations the whole time, but yeah. that was still a, a possible way to do it. Yeah. Like, that would actually jet you, like, probably need brews and stuff for that, like, because you get random jads and things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that would be yeah. interesting. Now that we're, uh, now that Jags have been releasing so many hard modes, imagine hard mode Zora. <laughs> Hard mode Zora. Yeah, it just has to be random phases. Yeah, and random like and it just one-shots you or some shit. <laughs> um, yeah, crazy. So let's kind of uh, talk about your... So you were an Iron Man, pretty pretty damn high level. I remember even watching your streams back then, doing like Theater of Blood and stuff. Um, oh, yeah, that, that, that all comes a bit later. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, just... cool. let's, yeah, let's hear about it. Yeah, so... Basically, I was a high-level Iron Man. I maxed in 2018 on my Iron Man. Uh, back then, I just used to play like Dead Man, every Dead Man, pretty much, and then just go back to my Iron Man, make Iron Man progress videos. I wasn't really that focused on YouTube back then because I was doing my degree still, and that took up a lot of time because uh, I did physics at, U- at Manchester, which is what I was doing for my studies. And yeah, like social life plus degree, like ends up with not a lot of time. But at the same time, I still maxed because I was AFKing while doing like um, problem sheets and stuff like that, and coding and that sort of thing. So I ended up graduating in 2018, and then that's when I was like, okay, I'm just gonna see if I can give YouTube a go at this point. I had, I think, 17,000 subscribers at that point, so I'd grown like a decent following of just being like high level Iron Man slash Dead Man. And I did, I did hardcore Iron Man on release, which got me like 5k subs, which was the biggest my channel had grown at that point but i didn't really pursue it yeah probably um if i was if i was more youtube minded back then like i would have done things so much differently to grow my channel but it was more of a a thing that i do for fun like while i play the game and i'm doing my degree at the same time like i wasn't really thinking of the youtube youtube mindset back then yeah um but then when i graduated 
I was like, I didn't, um, I didn't apply for any grad jobs or anything like that. I was just going to dive into YouTube, see how that went for a year. I, was, I said, I'm going to see how this goes. And like by Christmas time, if it's not like sustainable money at that point, I'm going to just go traveling with my savings and then get a grad scheme in like the next cycle of jobs. Yeah. So essentially a gap year if it was like to fail. But yeah, so in summer of 2018, I started streaming, which I hadn't done before, um, and making a lot more YouTube videos. And that's when I started my pure Iron Man because my my main Iron Man, it, it was like, it was maxed and it had like a lot of PVM stuff. But I'm, the the things left were like TOB and Chambers and stuff, which doesn't make easy progress videos out of. Yeah. Um, like that's something I've tried to avoid throughout my YouTube career is ending up where you're locking yourself into having to play the game for a hundred hours to upload a video because yeah. it's just, it's really hard to like get content out of that. Um, but I, I still streamed. I, I basically, I used my main Iron Man to stream and my pure Iron Man was to make videos. So I had pure Iron Man meaning one defense Iron Man. Um, to anyone's unfamiliar. And yeah, that was my plan to grow for, the next year i remember i was in my last after my last exam i was like right i'm gonna set out a plan of like 30 video ideas that i have and like a schedule for my pure iron man to execute and i pretty much followed it to be honest like um for the rest of 2018 so how was the growth on youtube during that time um it was like an acceptable level i'd say uh so it was like going just about just well enough um at this point in time dead man like i like the pure air man is like my ticking along content dead man is my big content now because i could actually take it seriously at this point because the tournament's pulling the views compared to the seasons um and now i could take it seriously because i didn't have university like there's no way i could just have a week off university yeah i'm like because i've got lab work and stuff to do i'm not just gonna be like to my lab partner yeah fuck it <laughs> you have to like <laughs> the 10 hour shift the day on your own file i'm gone um so yeah, Deadman was my main growth thing. And then like every time people found me through Deadman, then they're back, they're watching the Iron Man now because they just like the content. Yeah. So it was it was steady enough growth. And I got to the point around Christmas time, I think I had about 35k subs about that time. And like the money was not quite, it was there enough, I want to say. Like I wanted to make like 10 grand in a year, like because that was my living expenses pretty much. Yeah. Um, so, and I was like pretty much on track for that at that point. So it was going, it was going pretty well in those times, but like, it just put a lot of effort into, um, trying to change my mindset towards what's going to do well on YouTube and what, like alongside what I'm going to, what I enjoy in the game. But that's around that time. I sort of started to park my main Iron Man to the side a bit and focus on the pure and other little niche ideas. So for those, I guess, if you had, like, a piece of advice to offer to, like, new YouTubers now that you've been through, you know, the, a huge, I guess, YouTube journey, what would you, like, <clears throat> recommend people to do when they're starting out? Um, starting out on YouTube. That, yeah. Just, yeah. Just tips um, give. I'd say in your videos, be the most entertaining version of yourself, like, I'm quite an introverted guy, like in my normal life. Um, I'm the type to sit back and just listen to the conversation and like interject with, and I think I've got something interesting to say. Um, but yeah, be the most interesting version of yourself because people are only with you for that short amount of time. And like every every bit of like 
if you're going for like progress videos or like those sort of 10 minute length videos, just make, make every minute count and make it all interesting. Like don't let things lull or sit. Like it's fine if you, it's fine if you have to cut things out and get rid of them. It doesn't matter if you, you th- oh, that's, that's another thing as well. You might think something's important to the, your, the journey of your account and stuff, but will that be interesting to the viewer? Yeah. And think of the average viewer. Like don't think of, don't think of you as a viewer. You got to think of who are the, like the 200,000 people I can reach here. Not a thousand people yeah. that like know what I'm talking about. Like with some mad, like, uh, I don't know. So it, it, it's, it's hard because it depends what audience you're going for. But yeah. in this day, I'd say you got, you got to try and get some unique ideas. Be fill it with like no, no filler, like fluff or anything. Just like interesting to the point. Like, yeah, it's, it's hard to grow on YouTube now, though, I'd say, compared to back then. A lot of us came up in, like, 2018, 19. Yeah. With YouTube especially. But it's crazy and because I, I like... bet back then you thought you were late as well. You're like, oh, I'm, like, I'm late to the game. Oh, yeah. It always feels yeah. like that. A, a, a bit. The, the thing is, though, now, I'm not as, I'm not as in, in touch with the people who are, like, coming up now. That's so, true. like, I've, ne- I've never spoke to somebody, like, Tasty, for yeah. example, Who's like he's on his come up now? Like I, I'm of the generation of people that came up with like Rice Cup, Verf, Mid Markel, Mika, like those sort of people. Yeah. So I feel the most connection to those, and they're like the sort of people that I look around and be like, "Oh, we're all doing like well and stuff." And obviously, people like fell by the wayside on the way up. Yeah, that's just how it's going to be. But I feel like the the generation before our generation, like Boaty, Foe, Sick Nerd, like those sort of people, they all all they all have that sort of thing going on as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's hard for me to tell how hard it is now because I'm not really, I don't know, I'm not part of it now. <laughs> That's true. Speaking of Tasty, ta- I had Tasty on the cast and he was talking about <clears throat> how he'll literally make a video inspired by a title he thinks of. So like he'll think of a title oh, yeah. before even. So how does the creative process happen in, for you? Being okay, so for me personally, uh, my RuneScape experience is very YouTube-centric. Like I put... YouTube success on YouTube is like my number one like thing that I'm going for really like and and, and that's that gives me a lot of enjoyment like I, I know people might be like he doesn't love the game but I do love the game and I really enjoy playing it but I won't be able to play it as much as I do if I don't get be successful on YouTube that's like the bottom line like if I go and get a nine to five job I've got a girlfriend I want to do other things like I won't have much time to play RuneScape and I definitely won't have much time to make videos yeah realistically um so yeah that's that i think i, I think I, I, I did i did listen to the tasty one and i agreed with him he's, t- he's taking a really good approach to it in terms of like being successful on youtube um and i do i plan so every dead man or league that comes out i plan each day before before anything even happens <laughs> this is really like like thinking into it way too much but i think it's like it would be an interesting insight I plan out the title and thumbnail of each video for like two weeks, like, and that's my plan, and that's what I'm sort of aiming towards within this league. And I want to make them clickable, but not completely clickbait. There's always a fine balance between that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah, I, I don't even bother making a video if I don't know what the title and thumbnail is going to be, or like to start with. That's where that's where I start the process as well, and that's how you, that's how YouTube in 2021 is. If you want to go for really big views, that's how you've got to play yeah. the game, I think. Interesting. Would, would recommend. <laughs> I always... So I am a streamer first before a YouTuber. And uh, yeah. 
so I'm going to ask you as well, but before I ask, um, so being a streamer before a YouTuber, it's like, you know, because uh, I know, um, I don't know if, I don't know when the last time you've streamed is. I mean, I'm assuming I'm still following you, so I haven't seen you. Actually, yeah, I'll ask no, you first. Yeah. So what, you did stream for like here and there, but can you go into like, or, and also talk about like, uh, I guess, how was your experience with streaming? And did the you stream enjoy it as much as like you would would have hoped or thought yeah okay um so i started streaming in 2018 when i graduated when i was like going full-time without actually being successful enough to be full-time yeah. like just taking my shot um started streaming because obviously financially like it makes sense because it's like i'm getting all this content for my videos why not stream it as well yeah. and like to, just to test out if i liked it like you're never gonna know if you enjoy something until you do it and i did enjoy it to an extent but um, so I streamed for, I want to say like nine months or something. And then I stopped in around May 2018, May 2019. So that's like a, yeah, that's about nine months or something. Um, I did end up stopping because I just don't think I was like cut out. To, it wasn't really working that well with me, mm. but I just, I don't really... I don't really sit at the computer for like a solid six hours straight. I don't really play the game like that. Yeah. And I know you can do like shorter streams and stuff. But then I was getting, because I was trying to juggle YouTube and Twitch at the same time. Yeah. And YouTube was like, I always just gravitated towards doing YouTube more. And then, but then I had the thing where I was like, oh my God, I'm actually feeling guilty that I'm not going live. Like people subscribe to you for content. <laughs> so it's like, and then I had that thing where I'm like, okay, I feel like I have to go live now. And then it's like, I feel like I've got a job all of a sudden in the sense of like, oh, I, I have to turn up to work today. And that's like, I, that's why I want to be a content creator because I don't want to feel like that. I want to be in control of my time. Yep. Like just do what I want to do. So I felt, felt a bit guilty about that. And I, don't know, I just don't think streaming was for me really because yeah, there's a, there's a few other reasons as well. Yeah. Like tied into that as well. Like. I just want to get up and just like go see my girlfriend for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> in the, in yeah, hundred percent. Middle of the day. Yeah, um, I. Uh, there's, a, there's a few. There's a few other reasons as well, but. Uh, I can't yeah, really that's, think that's fine. If it's personal or something, but, I mean, for me, like, yeah, sometimes there's just days where it's like, I almost could go live for like a couple hours, but I know in a couple hours I'm not going to be feeling like at my best, and so then I'll just scrap the whole day. I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. Because it's just like you almost if you start streaming with a certain schedule or a certain like uh time like oh i'm gonna stream for this many hours and stuff like then as soon as you can't do that yeah it's like kind of like that guilt feeling and then uh yeah and it does and when that one, day, one day turns into three days you're like oh, exactly <laughs> and it does and it does feel like uh sort of like a i guess compared to youtube more like a normal job where you do have to just sit down and like stream yeah and um and really realistically the best way to get big on twitch is to be consistent and i just i just couldn't have that level of consistency yeah. which would give me a meaningful sort of impact on the streaming sphere and I know, I know, i've got another point as well streaming makes your youtube clips so much worse like uh in terms of I, like it's really it's way more immersive and interesting to watch a, a youtube video where the person's not streaming or the clips aren't taken from a stream. Like yeah. you can, it makes a mass, it makes a massive difference. Yeah. And you, like the people that are at the top of YouTube don't stream their content. Like to, if Torvester streamed, it would be terrible. Like, <laughs> um, 
like I'm C engineer and stuff because yeah, you're taking it just, you're ta- it, you're ta- it ruins it ruins the authentic sort of experience yep. of RuneScape that you're watching the person have. Yep, yep, yep. Like it's just a different type of content, and it just I don't think it translate but doesn't translate very well to YouTube. Yeah, like, it really it's refle- doesn't. It's reflected in the viewership as well because like you're 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 there like talking to about someone's fucking like dog or something, and then you get like a sick drop, but then it's like. Oh, I kind of wanted to keep the bit of the clip in when we were leading up to this drop. And then inevitably you break the fourth wall by talking about something which isn't really in the narrative of the video. And it just doesn't really make sense. Yeah. I would but, yeah, I'd say, that, I'd say that's a really big reason why I don't stream. Yeah, I can totally see that. It would definitely ruin video. Especially like, yeah, just getting getting something cool on your stream is like you almost just want to get that off stream and just do something else on your stream but then at the same time it's like why are you streaming if you're not doing like the most entertaining thing you know yeah yeah that's... yeah it's a tough balance and i don't know as well as well I, I held back from saying this but i'll say it anyway whatever i'm not like a massive conversation maker like yeah. <laughs> no, not, not, not to flame anyone out or anything but i just don't care about other people <laughs> enough to, to like be an interactive streamer like when someone's talking about how dry they've been on the boss in the chat. <laughs> like, you kind of have to pretend that you care. Like, or you yeah. feel like you have to pretend that you care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like... Yeah, no, I, just, I, I, com- yeah. I completely... I don't know, that's, that might sound really harsh, but... <laughs> no, it does sound harsh, but every single person in the world can relate to that, where somebody yeah. says something and, like, you're just like, you know, I don't really care. But <clears throat> what I've noticed, I guess, with my... I've, I've been streaming for, like, two and a half years now is, like, when somebody gets something... I'm just like, you know what? Like, grats. Like, grats on that. And then it's like, <laughs> just saying grats instead of, like, having to, like, add something else to it. Like, that's what I realized. I was like, yeah. when, when I was when I was streaming to fewer people, I almost felt like I had to, like, expound on, like, you know, oh, oh you yeah. got this. Oh, oh, so why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? And it's just like, the person just wants a grats because they're playing alone in their room, probably, with no other yeah. person to tell it to, where I can just... Whatever happens to me, like everyone knows, and like you know, everybody kind of wants a little bit of attention. So just the simple grats, like, was literally all I needed to do. And I was like, oh shit, yeah. like that's a lot easier. I always felt obligated to like expand on, oh, you did this, you did it, you know. Yeah, streaming so much easier with a quick chat as well. Like when the, whenever the chat was slow, because back then I wasn't yes, like, like as anywhere near as big as I am now. So I'd be averaging sort of like sixty to seventy viewers. I'd say. Yeah. I think I got. I think I just about had the requirements for. Is it seventy five for partner? Not partner or whatever it was. Yeah, partner. partner. It was seventy five. So I, I pretty much had that, and then I, that's the, at the point I stopped. So I wasn't like a big streamer or anything. Yeah. So like, yeah, I can relate to the the slow moving chat and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah that that is definitely a struggle of streaming. Yeah. yeah. So like, I didn't enjoy that aspect, so then it's like, oh, that's another reason why to not stream for me. Well, a funny part about like trying to care about something that you just don't care about is like there was a there was a girl I was into in college and she was obsessed with PewDiePie. Like absolutely yeah. obsessed with him and his YouTube and stuff. And so I'd go over there uh to do like homework and stuff and hang out and like maybe cuddle and stuff, but like she would then pull up her laptop and watch a PewDiePie video for like 20 minutes, like some stupid video. And she would just be laughing, and then she'd look at me to see if I'm laughing. Oh, but like, but like, I would, I was like, we weren't like, you know, like I wanted to like move beyond just kind of like our flirty friendship. 
So I almost yeah. felt obligated to like like what she <laughs> liked. And dude, it was painful. You know when you have to like oh my God, force out a laugh? Yeah. <laughs> dude, forcing out a laugh is probably the most painful thing you can do to your face. <laughs> where you're like not even laughing and you have to force a yeah. smile, force some chuckles. It's bad. Uh, every, everyone's been there. Like I, I, I specifically will never get a video off on my phone to show somebody that I found funny. Just because there's always like... Like, it could be funny to me, but there's just always that chance that they're just going to be there awkwardly like... Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> and, oh, here's the other thing. is like, uh, relating it to streaming. I remember first starting streaming. Somebody linked this stupid clip of this guy okay. saying... I You probably even heard of it. A lot of people have heard of it. Like, this guy's freaking out over banana bread at work or something. And he's just having a total meltdown of, like, there's banana bread. And I was like, this is not funny at all. If, yeah, if you don't care, but you feel, especially when you've got like a low viewership, you feel obligated to respond to oh, it. Oh, like, it's, it's horrible. It, it just yeah. makes me, makes me cringe because that's like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to be authentic here and just be like, that video was shit. And then them never come <laughs> back to my stream again. <laughs> yeah. some, you know, so I totally understand. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I should, I should add here that I had loads of enjoyable times on stream and loads of yeah. enjoyable streams. And like, I really did appreciate everyone that came and hung out in the streams back then. I'm like, shout out to you all. Cause you, did, you were really supporting me when I was, like, trying to make my way in the content creation world. And that was that was fantastic. But I just think the overall overall streaming wasn't for me. I've just given all the negatives there. So yeah. it definitely has a lot of positives. Like, I had some great, really great times on stream. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, I'm glad to see, like, your YouTube success. It's really awesome. Yeah, that's, um, that's part of it as well. Like, you... You can't really successfully juggle YouTube and Twitch, like, as in, like, not, not no disrespect, but not like you, because, like, yours is, like, speaking content like, on yeah. YouTube. Ramble. Like, making, like, making videos on Twitch, and if you're trying to have, like, socializing outside of that, a girlfriend, that sort of stuff, like, you'll just end up with no time. You've yeah. got to pick, in my opinion, you've got to pick one, and then do one, another one on the side. Like, you've got to make one with yeah. your priority. And that's the uh, cool thing, is, like, I'm blessed to be able to live off my stream so i don't feel obligated to like my youtube is just just exclusively just like a side project almost and it's mm. and so i don't feel this like stress where it's like i have to make a video like this because this is my earnings it's like nah, i can yeah i can kind of just do whatever whatever happens happens yeah it's like a passion thing on each like you can tell that you're passionate about like making the podcast and the rambles and stuff like that well i'm happy so that's I'm how, happy to hear that that's how that's how all thing all good things start don't they yeah for sure and uh i I don't mind the like slow progress either i actually i find it actually really nice to just get like authentic viewership where it's like okay these people are in for like the long haul because they've decided to subscribe at like the lowest point basically of my content which means at least they appreciate this and they're not i didn't make some crazy hype video and then i have just like this artificial yeah following yeah that's true it feels like you have a real bond of your audience like i can tell like you probably i'm assuming you probably read all the comments on like each one like yep. the nice ones mean a lot to you and stuff yeah. like that you're definitely at that stage of like so yeah, yeah leave a nice, nice comment boys and girls <laughs> <laughs> and a like there are, plenty of, there are plenty of silent appreciators though yeah i yeah. like the video fuck it let's go unsubscribe but <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the biggest merchant for that ever just being like you know 40 percent of you a subscribe percent? <laughs> let's go right See, now on this that's podcast. what that's on. what i need to start getting more into i hear uh you know just initial like the initial part of any video you should just be like hit that like button instantly like a 100 percent increase on like 
all yeah. your likes. Just... Honestly, like to talk about that in terms of YouTube, like that's that's something as well that people probably like at the start at least like will look down at me upon like constantly being like every video oh you guys should subscribe by the way because it fucking works like there's no way there is no way i would have 170k subs without like have having like said that in, in my videos or like coming up with creative ways to say it like sometimes like i've been like fishing and it's like Oh guys, what am I fishing for? Oh, I'm fishing for subscribers. Like, you know what I mean? Like stupid shit like that. Yeah. And even so, even with the percentage thing, I don't know if it's true, but I feel like I was the first one to bring that to the old school RuneScape scene because I've just seen that from some of the YouTube videos. And like that was like, oh, that was prime back in the day when that was first a thing. Like you got so many subs for saying stuff like that. Yeah. And, no, um, and, and that... it just it just it just helps me grow like yeah. so much. And, and that's you know the people that really love your videos will respect like you you know you're trying to grow and that's the same thing with like streaming it's like you'd be surprised us if you got like a host or something or if like you're just on a like a higher amount of average viewers just right then if you just say uh like follow or something or just like anything regarding following the stream all of a sudden it'll be like five or ten people that follow that would not have followed otherwise yeah it's just a it's just a human like psychology thing you're not thinking about it until someone says it exactly. and then you're way more likely to do something like there's plenty of people that just your videos are always there and they're recommended so they've got no need to subscribe and you're yeah. like hey by the way are you subs and they're like oh i'm not yeah. <laughs> let me do that real quick <laughs> and i don't know it's just it's just it's really nice to watch the numbers go up as well as a content creator like it means a lot absolutely and um that, maybe that's not necessarily that healthy in the long term i think we'll it is healthy to hands out <laughs> I think it is healthy to watch numbers. Um and I think it's what's really amazing about being your own content creator is like there was never a point where you felt low almost unless you're like comparing to other people, but it's like you started your own journey so like you know, I have 3k YouTube subs and I'm thrilled about it because like every, everyone starts at zero and then you just grow and so as long as you're not directly competing with like a friend or something because that at that point like yeah i can kind yeah. of feel like oh like he's doing better than me i what, what can i do but yeah when you're doing phrase, it, it's, yeah com- comparison is the thief of joy or something like that yeah so like but it but also like, it's, it's, it's really hard not to do that though. oh and it's, it's and it's, it's somewhat <laughs> like i like i don't really practice what i can pre- preach i compare myself a lot to people yeah. and i am const like i would say more than pretty much anyone else in like the creator community like people probably won't even know this but like i keep tabs on like a lot of people and how their videos are doing and like (laughs) what they're uploading and what worked well what didn't work well like and i treat it as market research yeah and that's part that's part of the reason why i've i've actually like grown pretty quickly compared to other people um it's because like i see someone something do badly it's like well i'm not gonna do that like and that, that you get into that thing of, I don't know this doesn't really relate to many people at all right now, but you get into that thing of like you just start thinking in terms of titles and thumbnails, what's going to do well, and like I've been doing it for quite a few years now in terms of like when a video comes out, I'll be like, oh that's going to pop off and it ends up doing it, or that's going to flop and it doesn't end up flopping. Yeah, like you can really get quite a good gauge on it if you're like constantly like testing yourself, like is yeah. that a good title thumbnail? What would I have done with that one? Like. Yeah, it's just like YouTube science, but it's like it's never exact. It's like, yeah, it's it's interesting though. I I, I do I do like to see how everyone's getting on. 
but not in a judgmental way yeah more but of like that's, a it's, market research way it's healthy like it's as much as like you know it, can, it has some negative sides so it has a lot of positives to like compare yourself in a way but as it can become unhealthy but that's what keeps you progressing you know when you're seeing yeah. other people and you're like okay like what can do good what can do bad and like you're aspiring to that it was like a guy that's doing better than you like shit like i need to pump up my numbers and stuff so it like keeps you going yeah which is i would say like there's a fine line between like getting jealous and like being inspired yeah. by something so you want to out these five sides like there's, there's obviously been times where like i've been a bit like oh for fuck's sake like my videos are doing so shit right now it's <laughs> like being like ever th- oh, oh my god this is so a lot of people that don't make videos won't know about this but ever since i think it was in 2019 like halfway through they introduced this thing on your YouTube dashboard. So you'll create a dashboard. You see how much you're making, what your subs are, what your stats are for the month, etc. And um, they introduced this thing which told you out of 10 compared to your last upload, oh, yeah. how, how well is your video doing? <laughs> uh, oh my God, let me tell you, that shit is the worst thing ever for your like, mental health going. <laughs> like when you, when you put your heart and soul into something, like this is absolutely huge it's gonna be great i even spent money on this video and it's like 10 out of 10 i was like oh my fucking god <laughs> i'm so depressing bro yeah. i'm so depressing so like every time when i'm uploading every time i upload a video now i'm almost like i'm ready for this to be a 10 out of 10 i accept 10 out of 10 go on show it to me and so like i, I try and lower my expectations so i'm not like not yeah. let down but that is fucking horrible yeah. <laughs> i don't know why that's a thing and for those listening 10 out of 10 is the worst it sounds like 10 out of 10 is the best no 10 out of 10 is like yeah, yeah, yeah. you're on the lowest end of the spectrum one out of 10 is what you want like that's so one, one up, when you get one out of 10 it gives you these fucking fireworks <laughs> <laughs> like, what? like little fireworks and stuff yeah. going off like confetti and things no 100 like percent. That, oh. that thing is depressing and especially like yeah. when it starts out at like a three and then it like lowers to like a seven you're like ooh, like Oh, I'm not. I'm not as bad with that. I'm more like, I I stop. Ca- I stop caring the longer it goes on. Like, okay. so if it's first out and it's like three, I'd be like, okay, sound smashed it. I don't even care from now. Like, yeah. I just I just want that instant gratification. Yeah, that was a, that was a good video to put out and for views and stuff. So I have a question: Is there um, a is there a secret or a tip that you would recommend to releasing videos at a certain time of the day? Because I release videos whenever the hell they're done. And it could be at 2 um, in the morning. It could be at, like, 2 in the afternoon. I don't think it matters too much, but I generally stick to just releasing at peak time because I, I, I really don't think it matters, but okay. I'm just under the impression that if it gets pushed earlier, quicker, it will get in the algorithm better and perform better overall. So I, I always release my videos from, I want to say, 7 p.m. UK time to midnight UK time. Like, if it gets to... Say, say if I'm working with a sponsor and they... Are like being slow and it gets to like 2 a.m i'll be like okay we're just gonna do this tomorrow yeah. like i don't want i don't want to upload it today because i don't know i just don't feel like if, if it's like leagues it's a different thing because yeah. i just upload daily then and that goes out whenever uh but yeah i try to go for 7 p.m to midnight because that's when most people you get the U- eu obviously and then you get us which is yeah. like the main that's nice main people all right, let's. Uh, I'm gonna quickly take a pee break, but then we'll move on to some Twitter topics. So I'll be right okay, back. Yeah. Shit, I wonder if he has a wireless headphones on, <laughs> or do I just have the floor to myself right now? But yeah, on that topic, you guys should definitely subscribe, leave a like, and leave a nice comment if you enjoy the Sabercast because 
I know that it will mean a lot to uh, CB, and he will really appreciate that. So shout out the listeners if you made it this far. Right, I'm going to go for a piss as well. Okay, so let's go into the Twitter topics. Um, there's already a topic. Well, there's a topic I want to kind of go over, but it looks like you already have answered it. And it said, what other what other content creators do you enjoy at the moment? So we were mentioning like Bodhi's one-man army, but as of now. Yeah, as of now. Yeah. And then are there, uh, um, are there any you take inspiration from currently? Uh, I would say in terms of my YouTube... Okay, so in terms of who I watch, I like I said before, I watch bits of everyone, pretty much, just to stay on the pulse of what's happening. But in terms of who I will never miss a video from, from and I'm always watching, I'd probably say I watch every Torvesta video, every Sea Engineer one, uh, every Goody one, like Mod Ronan. Yeah. I probably watch every Guns Chili one, and I watch all the Sir Pugger challenges as well. Sir like, Pugger that, challenges that, like, are awesome. Yeah, like those ones are the ones that I like. I probably have watched every single video for the past like two or three years. But like, obviously, like there's loads of other YouTubers which I watch like eighty percent. I want to say. Yeah. That's cool yeah, though. But you're it. like I watch, pretty. I watch, lot, I watch a lot of YouTube. <laughs> you're pretty engaged with the uh, the community outside of just making your own videos and then like exiting the platform and then waiting yeah. for the next video. That's cool. Yeah, but it's like I said, I like I want, it's market research and that's enjo- and it's enjoyment. It's both. Unlike they're my friends, a lot of them these days. So yeah, just want to see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, that's cool that you're, and that's like got to be kind of awesome actually. To you've all made it like a full time thing to do YouTube. Yeah, I, you I, lo- I love really seeing like other people other. thriving. It's so good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. do you watch any Twitch? Or do you exclusive? Or do you um, like the video aspect where thing is actually like published? I watch and way I watch way more YouTube than Twitch. But okay. when I the reasons for I just the Twitch. Okay, I'm gonna sound like such a fucking hypocrite right now, but I just can't stand the ads on Twitch. <laughs> like it says the boy that just puts spots in all his videos. But like when you get audible for the millionth time, like fuck off, bro. Yeah. Even though I literally just did one the other week. Um, but yeah, I just. I just don't like Twitch as much. Twitch is me for more watching is like, I'll go in someone's chat and if I'm talking, it's to one of my friends, but I, sometimes I go on, uh, I have an alt account that I watch streamers with if I want to talk in the chat because I don't want to, I don't yeah. want to talk sometimes and then everyone's like, oh my God, like I love the PvP hardcore man. It was like, like not to say that I'm like famous or anything, but like it yeah. will take over the topic and I just, I don't want to do that to somebody who's streaming. Exactly. Like, that, you yeah. know what? That's very humble of you to say because it's not about you being annoyed by it. It's like you are you don't want the whole stream to be revolved around you now in the chat, and so you're looking out for the yeah. streamer almost doing that. It's respectful. Yeah, like luckily enough, like I never I never apply for partners, so I don't have to massive take to advertise my presence <laughs> to everyone on my main account. But um, yeah, I use an alt account to type in the chat. Interesting. Yeah. Any give any giveaways that <laughs> straight to <in> them. <laughs> But yeah, I don't watch that much Twitch. Just for, it's more for catching up with like p- people I'm friendly with. See, I uh, I don't have an uh, an alt account. I'm actually kind of uh, like at this point, <laughs> it would actually be kind of nice because sometimes I'll go into a stream and like it does kind of feel like a lot of people in the chat start talking about me with like you know whatever's been happening in my streams, and it's like uh, I don't yeah, I don't like, like this feel. It's like a network opportunity for the streamer as well. Like yeah. it's like um like. 
there is some element of a business interaction to it because it's like, oh, I'm definitely going to reply to, say if I was streaming and Barry typed, I'm, I'm motherfucking replying to this guy right now and I'm expanding <laughs> on every answer just because like you look up to them as a streamer or creator or like you know they're big. Like It's just everyone does it. Yeah. No, and so sometimes I'm like, you know what? If, if I am going to interact in a chat, it's almost like the reason I haven't made an alt is because I might as well show people because i'm literally a streamer on twitch to show people i'm interacting with the community if i was always just on my alts it's like wow oh, yeah, doesn't yeah. Even watch streams so, you know? i mean you're a, you're a streamer so you have like it's good for you to do that like do you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. you keep your relationships there like and that and that's part of the reason like, it's good for me to do that as well in terms of like i would more likely watch youtubers who also stream yeah normally i'm talking there but yeah, wait until you're all like you type something and the motherfucker doesn't reply. Hopping <laughs> like, right, on solo mission right now. <laughs> all right, uh, let's. I want to ask uh, Bat Fat. Ask, do you actually play Raid Shadow Legends? Is that your current sponsor, oh, by the way? Go. Or was that this is a um, previous? I've I've done loads of raid so sponsorships. Okay, I've done loads of Raid Shadow Legends sponsorships. They um, and I actually probably. There was a wave of us in 2019 which started doing them. Like, no one really did YouTube sponsorships before that. And it was people like... in like the me... RuneScape section? Or yeah, just... in the RuneScape. Okay. No, no one was doing YouTube sponsorships before 2019, really. Like, at all. Like, it didn't, doesn't matter what it was. You'd still get a load of dislikes and stuff. Mm, but interesting. there was a group of us. It was the people who were coming up in 2019. Like, me, EVScape, Linksock Arena... Um, like people like that, Rixy to an extent, um, like Midman Midman Cowan, people people like him. Uh, yeah. We just started doing sponsorships out of financial necessity, really, because uh, YouTube obviously the ad revenue in the past has been pretty inconsistent, so sponsorships pay the money. And like at the end of the day, like promoting a mobile game, like the viewers has the choice to play it or not. Yeah. Um, and let me tell you this right now: if there weren't if the, sponsorships have like really got their way into old school into youtube now and everyone is so much better off for it like if they weren't there if sponsorships weren't a thing on old school youtube i don't even know if i would be doing youtube to be honest because yeah. it would be a, be a bit more touch and go with like the finances yeah I, I would obviously be able to make a living but at the same time i've got in the back of my mind like i want i'm aiming for some sort of financial security yeah alongside just like my monthly outgoings like yeah. i've got aspirations financially which yeah. like it's, it's fine it's fine to say that like i want to secure the back <laughs> yeah no 100 percent. Like, realistically so, so back to the original question yes i have played Rage shadow legends for about 10 hours <laughs> um which is a lot a lot longer than some others have is it uh i i didn't play 10 hours this for the first time i promoted it like definitely didn't but over time i have just to like understand more about it and things but like, guess some of the other games, I'll probably play it for like an hour or two, see see what it's about, see it's not like a total scam. Yeah. If it's just like a, if it's just a freemium business business model, that's all right with me. I don't mind that. Yeah. Um, that's right. what every game is nowadays, anyway. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, curious. I don't know if you can talk about it per se, but um, for those interested, because I bet there's a lot of people that are kind of curious now. Um, how much? Like, what do you think the what do you think the percentages of like sponsorship good, money to uh, re just ad revenue? Like, if you oh, feel I, comfortable I can, saying I, that, I don't. I, I can straight up tell you. You could find you could find out if it was a 
if you looked hard enough and spoke to the right people. Yeah. So how YouTube, the monetization on YouTube, a lot of people don't understand it, but how it actually works is, so these days, monetization is pretty fucking good on YouTube with Google ads. People love to trash talk on it because it's been bad in the past. But what happened in COVID was all the advertisers pulled out. No one wants to advertise for holidays or flights or anything like that. So loads of the advertisers pulled out. So what you call the CPM, which is the amount of money you get per view, that went to the floor. And then um, what YouTube did was, if you, you probably noticed as a viewer, if you have ads, um, they started getting really comfortable with those uh, double ads before a video, yep. like unskippable ones and stuff. So Because they were trying to make back all this money that they were losing from the advertisers pulling out. And then COVID, oh, it's not actually that bad for business for a lot for a lot of them, the big ones. Um, they, all the advertisers come back in and they're still paying the same pre-COVID, but now we've got all these double ads and unskippable <laughs> ads and stuff. So actually, YouTube, Google ads have been better than they've ever been right now and have been for like the past like six months, like <laughs> at the moment. So, so what would bit, you say of, was like the... That's behind the scenes of YouTube. So so what would you say was like your average, I guess, CPM back in 2018 compared to now, if you feel... Uh, uh, yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, so I want to say in 2018 times, like obviously this always varies a lot, but it would be anywhere from like 2 to $3 per thousand views, I'd say. Okay. So, but now it's like 5 or $6 per thousand views. Yeah. So say for, for a video I put out, say I get 100K views, which is like... That's my that's my baseline for being like yes that video was fine like that's the numbers thing coming in again yeah, yeah. like fucking crazy bad for like no it's know, good I, I think yeah it's but it's yeah. only good when you're doing well though yeah yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah that's true I'm gonna become irrelevant one day the game will <laughs> and like I don't, I'm I think I'm ready for that but hopefully I don't know hopefully I am because I look at all the numbers and everything and but the, the, yeah the thing is I've just done really well but what if I didn't do really well like. Yeah. Maybe I would have an unhealthy relationship then. Maybe it's only healthy because I'm doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, so say for an th- say if you had 100,000 views on a video, that would be 500, $500, $600 in YouTube ad revenue. So you get that. And then now <laughs> where the real money comes in, <laughs> so you see why everyone's doing this these days is, so a sponsor on that video for like 100,000 views, I'd say would pay you from like $2,000 to $2,500. So now you've got this 100k view video and it's getting like 3k to 3.5k. God damn, that's impressive. So that's so yeah. So so that's how you so now so now, but that that pays based on like how many views they expect you to get. So they look at like your past or ten five ten videos yeah. and take an average and times it by like 20 or 25. So the YouTube meta has really changed in the past year year or two, um, to everyone's making a lot higher quality videos which get more views so they can charge more for a sponsor slot i that's see. like becoming that's becoming the meta so that's why i don't upload anywhere near as much as i used to like frame Torvesta, settled jimmy all these people the engineer all they're all sponsored it's all sponsored content pretty much yeah. i'd say i'd say 75 percent of my videos are sponsored these days if it's outside of a league or deadman so but i want it but that's the best that's the best option for maximizing the money you get. You want to keep those high quality, high view videos. Yeah. And then now we're down to doing like two or three videos a month compared to back in the day. It'd be like five or six. And that's probably even better for the YouTuber not feeling stressed about, oh, I have to pull out like eight videos this month. 
Oh yeah, it's but you have to yeah, put it, more it, quality. It, it, there, and it, true. it also it also comes into the fact that the game's been out for ages, so there's less ideas. I'm not saying that everyone's money hungry or yeah. anything like that, but that's the way I, the way I look at it is. If I'm not just going to push out some subpar video because I don't want my sponsorship money to go down. Yeah, like I want I want every video to hit 100k at least. Yeah, but like that's that's how I look at my like business essentially. So I'm curious um, uh, when you're doing a sponsorship is is like the payment you know let's say 2,500 for uh, uh, like 100,000 views is that assuming like you have to talk about the sponsorship because I've what I've seen a lot is like now sponsorships are like you have to directly almost like relate it to like what you're doing or just kind of blend it into your video more instead of it just being yeah. like, this is a sponsored segment and then move on. So like, yeah, influencer marketing, it's like, it's moved along a bit. So it used to be, um, I want to say like 2019, like it would be like, hi, welcome. This is the sponsored segment. Let's go. Like, and just talk <laughs> about it. I, I, I don't really put that much creativity into mine still. Like, like other people do it way better than me. I'm like, but it doesn't matter, does it? Or w- if you did it, no, no, creative, no, it, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So okay. how it works is you'd get to so say simplified, like raid would be like, okay, like we're going to offer you say $2,500 for a video, or like just like random numbers. And I, I'd be like, okay, like, and then they send, they send the brief and then you've got like things that you have to mention in there, but there is some creative freedom. There's a bit more now. So, cause brands are starting to recognize that someone's way more likely to sit through it if Jimmy's there being like holding his character hostage doing a radar <laughs> yeah. than like if I'm there just spouting off like fucking use the Galvec champion or whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> whatever things are. Um, so yeah, it's like, yeah, you basically just have to hit certain criteria like for your presentation. It's just like you're commissioned to do the, the business really. At what- they, 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 they don't want any, oh yeah, that's another thing that's changed. I think that's, this is your original question. They don't want anyone to, well, it depends on the company, but there's more of a shift now to try and naturally progress into it. Yeah. Like, rather than be like, sponsor time, guys, because everyone's just like smashing the right key on their keyboard. Like, fuck that shit. And like, when I look at the, um, but it it is within the YouTuber's interest to try and make people watch the sponsor because if everyone's skipping, they're, uh, they're not watching that section of the video. So you get a lower watch time um, of your overall video. And like watch 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 time like percentage watch time I'd say like how what what percent like yeah so say so like a ten minute video and the average person watches for seven minutes compared to a ten minute video and the average person watches for six minutes the seven one gets pushed way more so having a sponsorship in that video really it damages the video to an extent because you've got everyone smashing this right key and skipping the sponsor bit so you're bringing your watch time down. So it's within your interest to try and make people watch through the sponsor. Yeah. Okay. So, so at, yeah. I guess I guess the other question I have as well, because you uh, you know started on YouTube and then sponsorships became a thing. Do you, and you were already decently big, or at least you know relatively yeah, to I, win sponsorships came out. Is there like a is there like a thing that sponsorships are looking at where it's like you need a certain subscriber base or? yeah that's, so that's, that's the thing as well like when i ask for subs it's like it gives me more credibility and like size so hopefully people like people are more like to approach me because mm. i'm verified or whatever with my ticket 100k um but i'd say sponsorships they only really become a thing around 50k subs and upwards from there because it needs to be worth the time for the admin to do the sponsor segment yeah like um 
So I didn't like no one was represented by anyone back in 2019. Like we were just all being a bit wild west, like sometimes not even doing contracts or anything like that. Just being like, yep, gentlemen's agreement. You'll pay me if this goes live. Okay, we're doing this. Like not, not advisable, but at the same time, if there's, if that's how it's looking like and you want the money, then people just like, I went for it and I never got scammed or anything like that, but I could easily have got ripped off back then, but I just didn't (laughs) luckily. Um, but now, so a guy called Mason, uh, who founded Crusader Talent, you've probably seen some stuff about that on Twitter. He started off with EVscape, Rixi, I came on third, and he was building an influencer marketing agency where he is now, so- he sources the sponsorships and he brings them to us and he actually has contracts. Like, um, we can pull a video down if like there's a problem with the sponsor. Uh, and he he manages all that sort of stuff, so he takes that out of the hands of us, and he just gets like commission That's awesome. for doing so. So that is that is that that as well has transformed the space in terms of half the people assigned with him, the other half assigned with another agency, um, and that just makes our lives a lot easier. And he's like yeah. bringing me way more stuff than I ever just get randomly sent to my business email because that's how it used to be back in the day. You just get something coming to your business email, and it's like. Oh shit! People actually like are reaching out here. It just randomly happens. So have but you ever now, been now? He, yeah, yeah, no. Now he now he now he goes out and sources them, and that's nice. Yeah. Good ha, times. Have there ever has there ever been a sponsor that you didn't take because uh, just, just just oh yeah, there's been loads. Brand. There's okay. been there's been so many. Um, I like what what is the thing is it's like what's a moral one to take and what's not, and like. <laughs> Have you like gotten immoral like, ones? Like, what? What's an example of an immoral? You don't have to say that. Well, what's 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 not not like a not like a moral? I wouldn't say it's immoral, but I, yeah. I would say it's like it's a not, bad look. I I would never I would never do it. So like so say a, a free game like raid. Like everyone's like, oh, it's a scam. Like it's so MTX heavy, but it's a free game that you can like choose. And like you're like it's just a game. That's the yeah. model of a game. Like it, it costs money to play. Like. I don't think it's not a scam because you can play it for free mm-hmm. and like see what's going on there. Whereas, uh, so an example of one which things, so I've, I've turned down quite a few. So something like a cryptocurrency miner. And it's like, so you're supposed to say like, oh, this will just let us run in the background on your PC and we'll mine cryptocurrency while you just play your games. Like it's a win-win. You'll get some Amazon gift cards like two months in. But realistically, there's no like for for the vast majority of people, it's going to cost you way more in energy costs than it is to for the gift cards you can get back. Yeah. So I always see that as something like That's I can't catchy. represent that because it's not beneficial to my viewers. It sounds beneficial, but like looking into it more, I don't think that is beneficial. Yeah. Uh, so I I skipped on that one. Uh, there's been quite a few of those sort of ones where it's just like. It's just like they have the fucking bullshit marketing behind it. Like, oh, like the tech, like they get all the nodes out. Like, I don't know. Like, if anyone's into crypto, you'll know what I mean. Like, all the jargon and shit they use. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's just that. Uh, I turned down recently a a hair growth one, like keeps. I know some people do it, but I just didn't want to because I don't want to be promoting like prescription like drugs to my audience, yeah. really. No, and like, fair. I feel when I read into it a bit more, like it seems like there are some quite dodgy side effects, like loss of sex drive, and like yeah. if you don't keep taking it, you'll just lose the results anyway. 
And like, I don't want to like make people feel insecure. Like you're going bald, bitch. Like you're going to be so fucking undesirable. Cause like it's part of growing up, isn't it really? Yeah. Right. So I didn't do that one recently. And there's been, there's been a few others. Like I've turned down plenty cause the price wasn't right as well. That's, <laughs> yeah. I can see that. Or like the, or the demands are too unreasonable. Like say if they wanted two minutes and 30 of a video, I'm like, that is way too much. Like yeah. calm down there, sunshine, like 60 seconds and we're done. I, I always try and fulfill the minimum amount of time that I have to contractually. Yeah. Just because I know most people don't want to see it. So yeah, I try and make it as fast as possible. All right. Let's... So, yeah, that's, the, that's the world of sponsors. That, that, that's probably some interesting insight to some people. So, yeah, yeah, no, for real. I feel like uh, you're like the perfect person to ask as well because sometimes... It's all, yeah. it's all, it's all numbers based. Like, yeah. It's all based on views as well, pretty much. But that definitely opens my mind to like... Sometimes I'd be like, you know, why is... How can a content creator be good off two videos a month or something? You know, because I would, I, I would just yeah. I'm like, does it's not like the CPM is rising the more viewers you get. It's just so, yeah. So uh, I'm I'm, I'm I'm making good money now. Like I'm making. So I I did a master's in physics. Yeah. And uh, I recently was at a wedding at the weekend, and I was talk, chatting to all my mates that we all graduated three years ago. Like I'm making more than them a year. And like <laughs> that's that's a master's in physics from Manchester, which is like pretty fucking prestigious degree. Like they're doing some sick stuff. Yeah, that's but, that's like, amazing. Yeah, but that's the thing with YouTube. It's like, when's this gonna die? Like, I'm gonna be set back. I'll be like 27. Like, oh shit! Like, yeah, no, that's <laughs> got any graduate jobs going? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's the kind of uh, fear that people have is because just like it's so unknown. Because like YouTube and just content creation in general is so relatively new to like just normal jobs and stuff. It's like, when does this end or does yeah. it? And then what it, what yeah. goes on beyond this? Yeah, know? that's the thing. It's just the the unknown. It's like scary, but at the same but time, but it's freeing. Like, it's, day, it's almost you can like you live, live in the present, can't e- you? Exactly. And you're like, when you compare, I guess you know, making content where it's like you are building yourself rather than building somebody else's company or something as an employee. It's just so much more yeah. fulfilling, I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, if I can get by in my life without ever being an employee, I will be very pleased yeah. with myself. But having that's the, that's the one thing I'm so thankful for everyone like watching and like supporting me over the years is I'm living my dream of like having maximum freedom. Like I don't have to set an alarm to get up to get to work. I choose my own hours. And like, don't get me wrong. I work really fucking hard. Like a lot of the time, like for example, when Trailblazer League came out, like that's like, that's my shit. Like people know me for like going hard on those seasonal stuff. I play the game all day make a video while playing the game, while competing for the high scores, don't sleep for the entire night, still playing, still playing, make another video. So I've made two videos and play the whole time and be in rank one without sleeping. And then I'll stay up <laughs> some more, make half of, half another video, and then I'll go to sleep at 2 a.m. The, ne- the, the next one after that. Like that, Jesus. that's the level of work that I put into like doing those things. But people, if you're, if you're like, you really know how like, the, the amount of time that RuneScape takes and like what it would take, what actually does take to get to rank one of those things, yeah. like basically not sleeping. Like, no, I that's can... when I go, that's when I go all in with my work ethic. Like, so when people think that YouTube's a free ride, it's like, I just work like a 40 hour shift. Like, yeah. come on, like tell me this isn't a real job. Like, <laughs> I can't even imagine making an edited video because I, uh, before I got my Inquisitor's Mace, I was planning on going for rank one Fasani's. That alone, just like competing with other players that are sweating. It's like, yeah. And then making videos on top of that. Oh, fuck that. That's, that's yeah. It's, oh, making the videos is like, <laughs> that's why I, 
like I, I'm a bit thirsty, really. I'm like, I'm rank one. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm just trying to get everyone to watch me. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't yeah. actually care about being rank one. It just pulls people in early. Yep. And then once once they're with me, like, you're <laughs> that's, if you watch fine. the rank one guy on day one, you watch me, you're pulled in for my journey now. I've got you. Like, and it doesn't matter if you drop that's, ranks. That's why I go so hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm always going to drop ranks. I can't edit a video every single day and stay at ranks. And yeah. eventually, I'm going to have to talk to my girlfriend. I'm, I'm going to have to make the dinners. I can't like let her just like <laughs> carry us for the whole fucking month. <laughs> so the duck Chris asks, "What ideas do you have for League Three now that we're on the topic? Le- League um, Three and beyond. Like what what did well in leagues previous <sighs> leagues, and like what would you like to see more of?" When Trailblazer was announced, I was like, I was so gassed, but at the same time, I was like, oh my god, they've left their so- themselves with absolutely nowhere to go here because it was just so much stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I don't have any ideas really for a third league. Do you um, think it needs maybe... to cover the whole map, or do you feel like area restriction is like key, like for everyone? Like, I I like area restriction because I think it really does change the meta, and you get the you get the tribalism between the areas or the tribalism yeah. between the relics. I think that has that has to stay. The choice has to stay. Um, but I don't know how they would make a better area restricted one from now maybe like a chunk man one where you start in lumbridge and it's literally just chunks that you get to buy on your way around the map that would be actually so cool chunk like, it's not as it's, it's not as restrict it's not as restricted as their like chunk series which are crazy like <laughs> so what do you think um, about um because in trailblazer there was wilderness area where you could pvp but it was just like just a troll yeah basically. i don't think i don't think pvp has a place in leagues like, that's we got dead man for that Okay. But that's the way I see it. Like, leagues is should be accessible for everyone. It should be noob friendly. Like, the casual person can cop on and progress quickly. Like, if I had a, if I had a full time job and I wasn't taking the game seriously, I'd play leagues. And like, I probably wouldn't even play the main game to be honest. Yeah, I play leagues and like Deadman and stuff. So here's the thing: I've never played a league, and the reason is because I always just I'm just like, all my progress is gonna be gone after this. <laughs> and but I do. So I guess. How do you feel after a league ends or when you quit the league? Like, how does the main game feel? Does it just feel shitty? Well, it, it, it definitely feels worse. But, like, I don't want to deny myself of the, like, the relative euphoria of leagues. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, re- I really enjoy it. I, the thing is with me, I really enjoy the journey of, like, creating an account and, like, all that sort of stuff. I'm, I'm probably, like, the opposite player to you, like... Like when I see you like grinding out nightmare, like the same thing for like hundreds of hours, like yeah. getting to the thousands or Cox or like Tob, that's where I stop an account and I'll start a new adventure because I like the the building process and like I don't want to do an activity for six hours in a row. I want to do like two hours is fine and then we're on to the next thing, onto the next thing, onto the next thing, and that like leagues is the epitome of that, and I just love it so much. And as like, a content creator, it's better to play in that way of like, oh, of of course, of course, you. it's like it's like. It's a content creator's wet dream, like all these like game mode modes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I say I say that, but it yeah, it, it it is for like if like people really want to watch you, like yeah, because a lot of people. The thing is, with any new release, massively oversaturated with content, and you're you are competing for people's attention on their like sub feed and stuff. So, so yeah. uh, I guess. Um... Do, have you ever had an idea of something that's not even related to leagues, like a new game mode or something? Like, I'm curious what you think about Group Iron Man, but beyond that, 
Is there anything Ooh, that you've ever one. you've ever uh, wanted to um, see that's just like a a, a game I just, a restricted thing or something? I just want to see like changes to Dead Man and like yeah, I just want to see more. I, I'm not I'm not I I don't know how to I don't know how I'd go about creating a whole new game mode, but like the ideas of leagues excite me like new ones. I trust Husky in that you know because I think he's a really really good J mod. I agree and um. Especially like speak, even speaking in some behind the scenes, like non-public conversations. Like I spoke to him at the uh, 2019 RuneFest and he was relatively new to the team then. And that's when leagues weren't even out. And I was there talking to him about it. And I was like, this guy, he knows, he knows how to like create a good update because I'm like, he fucking nailed it to be honest. Like leagues has been past two years carried old school in terms of like player attention and people coming back to play the game. Like when you look at the graphs, hundred percent, like, it's like cutting off the nosedive. You bring a league out and then everyone's back on again. I am so happy with Mod Arcane and Mod uh, Husky. They're both just incredible. Yeah, and Flippy as well for leagues. He's like, yeah, oh yeah, good. Flippy does. See, that's the thing. I'm yeah. un- I'm unaware of who works on I know, leagues. I know. I, like, don't focus on it. Yeah, and with there's so many J mods now, it's hard because like you don't really. I feel like I used to not know them all, but I because I obviously wasn't big back in the days but like when i watched the q a i knew who everyone was but i don't keep up with it as much anymore yeah. um yeah you know the classic meme where everyone's like there's 30 signatures and there's no updates on the fucking <laughs> news post and all that what's interesting is like the community's so divided where it's like some people are like there's too many updates coming out like stop updating the game and then there's people that are just like there's not enough updates but then even the same people that are saying why is there like you know you're devaluing the game and stuff, but yet they're the same ones that are complaining yeah. about raids three. And yeah, stuff. it's like such yeah. a hard balance. There's, like there is no it's, winning it's, as it's, a it's a hard, it's a it's a hard balance to strike. But I think they have it. I think they know what they're doing. Yeah, like, I agree. People people love to criticize Jagex, but like having like personally been in calls with them, talking about stuff like the game in general, they know. They have their finger on the pulse a lot more than the average person think they do. Yeah, and like, but, but the thing is, the the like people who flame them out, they just have their own perspective, and they don't. They generally don't think about the entire perspective. Like the opinion of the O seven Reddit community is very valid and really important for them because like they don't like Twitter is like a small little bit of the puzzle. Like realistically, so like when I see people like flaming them all the time, it's like. Yeah, like you don't get it. They're they're trying to run a business here. Like they, yeah. they you've got to do what's best for the overall community. Exactly. And when uh, the other thing with raids three, that's always a thing that's like brought up is for Jagex, like Theater of Blood wasn't as successful as they probably had hoped. I'm assuming, be just because it wasn't enough play. Like they're just compared yeah, to I'm, other. I don't content. know if I'm allowed to say this or not. Yeah. So I remember after TAB came out, they were really concerned because no one was doing it really. Yeah. Like. I don't know if you played did TOB on release, but I didn't. That's the thing. It's way, way, way harder than it is now. And keep in mind, I had just got my Infernal Cape as well, so like I was like the (laughs) prime person to do it, and I wasn't doing it because it was too intimidating. Yeah, Yeah, like TOB has been made so much easier over the past couple of years. Like when you initially did it, like even the auto attacks at Verzig, they just hit a lot harder. So you actually had to stack brews and stuff. And now people can just do it like in their sleep. And also the fucking chest, oh my God. When you got like mushroom potatoes and prayer potions on your iron man, it's like, see your boys down to resign. (laughs) And that's why it was so, but I I love that. I love that it was really hard and really prestigious. Everything was worth a ton of money because no one could do it. Like I remember I was there, it was me, Rakesy, 
Um, there was a guy called Crescendo. <laughs> He's like, that's the throwback name for a lot of people probably. Like, I am my community. Um, and there was just a bunch of us who were on Discord every day trying to do these raids, like this tier B. And we, did, we didn't manage to do it for like three days. Like, we weren't the best PVMers ever. Um, and even like Boatry and Wooks didn't do it for a whole day. Yeah. Like, that's, that, I, it's insane. I really want that for raids three, but that doesn't, that's not, it's, it's hard because is it, is it a good update for the game exactly. if not many people do it? From and that's what people when, want. When, people want yeah. something that's crazy hard, but you have to look at it from a business perspective. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like in the boardroom, how many people interacted with this? Fucking nobody. Okay, Tempros V4. Like, yep. let's go. <laughs> but I, I argue the other point of you need that really hard aspirational content at the end of the game to keep the game thriving because people have to have another step to go to. And it's just, and even just the advertisement on Twitch, like stuff like that is just huge. Like weeks when he's like there pulling his 50k viewers. Yeah. Like it just creates a lot of excitement. Like Inferno is a great piece of content. Like I think probably the best piece of content in old school is Inferno. Personally. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because it gives, it gives people that really prestigious goal. And like, welcome to the end game. Like, yeah. Inferno, okay. I, so that's the, that's the problem with Raids 3 is like we all want this thing that's like, okay, this is going to be a grindable thing. So, I personally think, um, I know I think it was Port Kazard on an earlier cast was talking about um, like an enrage mechanic where... Oh, I, yeah, I listened to that one. Yeah. yeah. So that I think would be the perfect way to set up Raids 3 as it gets harder and harder and you're gambling almost like, a, do I want to continue to get a higher chance at a better reward by continuing? Yeah. But if I die, I lose every, I lose all my rewards. So that's like perfect because yeah. it'll bring in kind of newer players to get through like the first few waves or whatever or first few challenges but then it's like do you want to continue and then that'll be for like uh, the high-end yeah. players part part of me though just wants it to be ridiculously hard just because that, that's hard yeah to keep it, like the unique's valued and stuff like that i don't want venny's to be there farming it <laughs> but like the lowest that, that's what, what i what feel I mean? like it's like it's so tough because you can't have that without it like just nobody doing the content because it's just so insanely hard so i feel yeah, like, like yeah. The way I see it, like, we've had our mid-game updates from the past two years. Like, we've had Nightmare, do you know what I mean? You can get, like, that's not difficult, really. Yeah. Like, realistically, Fasani's Nightmare should have been Nightmare. Like, I agree. Period. Like, I think, like, if, if I could take the reins at Jagex straight away and just, like, delete Nightmare and leave Fasani's in, but you could do multiplayer Fasani's, I'd do that. Like, stuff like that. Multiplayer Fasani's like, would have actually been pretty dope. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That'd be lit because, like, the the the, uh, the black puddles and shit would have like <laughs> yeah. fucked, fucked everyone because they running, concentrated on those. Everyone running, points. everyone, everyone mushrooming other people because you you know yeah. you stand within their vicinity. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, so I just want it to be really hard because I just want things to be. I just want that to be like that end goal of prestige, and everyone's got so much better at the game in the past three years since TB came out. So yeah. they really do need to give something difficult. And I think another idea I had for. Raids 3, I, w- I want people to so say you're going in a team of four, I want there to be a point in the raid where everyone is split up into their own little chamber and like say there's a, the big boss in the middle and like they take it takes its turn like battering each person so you can't just like get carried like a little noob. Yeah. Like, you know where people like get carried through on like their hardcores and the iron and like pain so. like, They should they should split split each put people up and if you can't hold your own, sorry, you're not getting anything. But Hopefully, hopefully it's like that. And then another idea I had was um, so say, so just to just to like use the tier B as like a tangible example. So you get to the chest room, you've got a purple, but now the person who's got the purple, they can choose to like 
sacrifice it, like not even see what it was. They don't get to see what it was. They just sacrifice that purple. And now they have a chance to fight the final ultimate like reward boss, almost like a mimic. And, that, and the only way you can get a scythe, a sang, or a rapier is from the mimic drop table and not the chests. Interesting. So, like, so it kind of so that, is sort of like almost, an enraged mechanic where it's like that gamble. Yeah, yeah. So you're, like, you're keeping those like secondary uniques valuable at the same time as making those like end game uniques really valuable. Like if you're like making that final little bit really difficult, so you you're not everyone's not just like a DPS whore. I hate I hate that as well. Yeah. I wish it was like I agree. I hate I, like Unfortunately I it's like the best way to do it because like any other any other way they were to like make points in the game like oh you're getting points for DPS. it's like if there's anything else besides dps that would just been yeah. manipulated as well so yeah there'll always be a best that's yeah. the problem and that's but why yeah, I, like it's that's why you just have to have a team that's like okay like let's play fair let's not try to like leech each other free-for-alls are always just like whoever does the most dps like it's just start leeching yeah and shit. Like, i think you've probably mentioned it on the cast before but I'd, I'd love like specific tank roles and all that sort of thing even if it's just like you're like getting spat at by like a machine gun and your def- range defense is what determines what that machine gun's hitting and you can get it to zero if you have a bulwark and full justy and yeah. like the boots and everything and you have to run around like, I don't know, doing something to help the rest of the team. I don't know. Yeah. Stuff I, like that. I, really I, like... I just want to see interesting, interesting mechanics like different to what we've seen before. And what, what was really important in my eyes is not losing the tempo throughout the raid. So I think... Uh... Like, one thing I kind of like about hard mode TOB, I don't know if you've done any. I've done, like, 30. Not much, but... Yeah. Is that the whole thing is timed. So, you can't just be like, all right, time to take a shit break, you know? Like, let me mm. just wait by this room. So, it's it's almost like the whole thing is being timed. So, you're like, okay, let, let's go fast. I think what would be cool is, now that we've been in Fasani's Nightmare and we've seen those little black hole mechanics, which I really love, by the way. It just keeps you always engaged, but it's yeah. not click intensive. It's not like this is annoying and frustrating everyone seems to kind of yeah it can be annoying with the mushrooms and stuff but like for the most part it's actually kind of enjoyable i think oh, i really i really like fasanis yeah and i think what would be really cool bit. is like you're going down a hallway to the next boss and you kind of have that where it's like you got to dodge these kind of the like blowing dots out the wall or something yeah <laughs> just stuff like that where it's like it's keeping you engaged but it's not so punishing and rng based it's just like nah you just gotta yeah. be paying attention like, kind of throughout the whole sepulchre thing. sort of style like exactly corridors yeah that would that would be really good yeah uh yeah. and it, in, it, the, it, in, the, it, in the pyramid <laughs> yeah it does suck however that like uh we have plugins which makes any sort of oh, puzzle room God. kind of just solved in a way right if i could click a button and like vanilla moonlight's the only one allowed i'd fucking press that shit <laughs> sure. the thing is, uh, i'm like i i would love to say i would agree with you but there's so many plugins that i'm actually addicted to and one of them is just really? gpu stretch fix mode stuff like that where it's like it's not even any plugin uh, per yeah, se it's stuff just like, stuff like that's all right I think. exactly it's like quality of life but, but it's like if you don't have that then yeah it's just as a case of drawing the line in the sun somewhere isn't it yeah like, it's even things when i think about what what would I actually miss from Runelight if Runelight got nuked tomorrow? Because like the Steam client has some stuff now, but it's stuff like um, menu entry slopper. Oh, it's so huge. Like, yeah, but like there's only there's only a few for me. Like because recent, well, I mean, like uh, recently my solar mission account has been getting its login spammed. Oh yikes! So I obviously have to play on the Steam client on that, on that account quite a lot. Um, so 
Yeah, there's not actually that much I'd miss, but I've never been I've never been heavy on plugins to be honest because I think it makes my videos look worse if there's tons of them around. Oh yeah, no, like um, having having like colorful tile markers and random like yeah, plugin yeah. everywhere looks bad. I'm very I try to keep mine as minimalistic <laughs> as possible. Like my all of my like uh markers are all just like a flat transparent kind of color like yeah I, I always cha- change it to whatever the scenery is like if you do it like chambers like oh get the nice little green ones out on yeah, the yeah. <laughs> i almost wish there was like um a thought or something instead i don't know yeah that would that be kind of cool probably come out with that eventually probably, you could probably, probably can do it now to be honest i haven't looked that much into it yeah. but yeah I, i'm kind of split on the plugin thing because there are some which have like made the game more interesting like say for example like frames bronze man mode series where he the plugin restricts him from accessing the GE if he hasn't got the item already. So, like, you can do some really creative stuff with it. And I've watched some, like, Ronan's videos where he's just doing some mad shit. And even even down to something as stupid as the door kicker plugin where you kick a door open. Like, yeah. It just <laughs> adds an cool, extra yeah. element of fun to the game. So, yeah. no, plugins are good. Yeah. But, and honestly, like, I'm a clue hunter and I love, uh, you know, I love kind of the respectable grind of it where it's not it, like clues are like what i really love about clues is it's something that is not really afkable it's it's not like something yeah. that can be botted there's no real incentive to be botted there's no uh mm. like it's just like really good content where it's like okay this is actually taking energy because like you're doing the grind you're getting the clue and then you have to like re-gear do all the shit so it's like very few people are gonna have that dedication to like just grind out clues and stuff but I, the reason I say that is because there's so many clue plugins now that just solve it. I was going to say, would you like them to be all banned? If they were all banned, would you be happy? So here's the issue with banning all of them. It's like, where are you going to draw the line? Because personally, I feel like having coordinate steps and stuff like that, it's like if you're actually going back, nobody's going to go back to the sex and compass and clock or whatever it is. It's <laughs> like, because you're just going to pull up a wiki page, which is just inconvenient. Like, yeah, true. It's like you. It's like deleting the GE and everyone goes back to Zyba. It's like this is basically the same fucking thing. It's just just more effort and third party. Like, yeah. Just, the thing is, if it, if it makes it like a lot less fun, I'm like, you were, yeah, yeah. You that's like, what's tough. Anyway. That's what's tough it's because hard. like even the like I don't know, man. There's no way to get rid. If they banned puzzles, people would still use them because I don't even think they're detectable. No, so it's like well, that's, the, that's the whole plugin issue, isn't it? It's like they can't even fucking detect anything. So it's like it's a pointless argument unless they just make it vanilla and Steam client only. It's like the argument's dead. Like there's no. Yeah. The cool like, thing they is, can make is whatever they want bannable. The cool thing is, is like we live in this world where like or live in like the game currently is Pluginscape, but I still enjoy doing clues, even though everything's solved. Yeah. You still have to like. Like, there's still a little bit of skill in it where you're just clicking as fast as possible, basically. So it's, like, not skill. And it's not... I mean, it's not actually taking any, like, actual, like... It does actually quite feel quite nice to follow the plugin for a clue puzzle. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. But, like, you know, you're still having that enjoyment. And everything's really fast-paced. There's nothing that's like, ugh. Well, yeah, time to fucking true. do this puzzle, like, that I don't know how to do. It's like, ugh. Yeah. Everything's but realistically, fast-paced. like, the thing that should be prioritized above all else of RuneScape is, is it fun? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day. I agree. And that's why, like, I know, I know I've listened to some of your podcasts in the past. Um, I just think that with um, Sepulchre, I know how you hate it, but 
I really like Sepulchre because it's just really fun. <laughs> oh no 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 no! no. I love I love Sepulchre. Oh, you hate, no, you hate the balance. You hate the balancing of the yeah. Shots, I I hate which how I can it's... somewhat yeah. I can somewhat I can agree with that actually. Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, like that is what makes things fun when it just shits out a bunch of stuff on top of being <laughs> really fun, like game gameplay wise. Because yeah, like let's be honest, true. when like Vorkath came out or stuff like oh, that yeah everyone loves it, it was, like winter todd yeah. came out everyone fucking loved it. it was busted as hell and so oh the seeds from that shit was yeah there, there's like a fine balance of like having it like because you can literally come out with anything that's busted and it's gonna be fun because it's just so busted. yeah yeah it's true but yeah um, that's the thing with the like the worldy updates when it's like the way to save the world is 10 mil an hour let's go yeah like, yeah it'd be fun it like, would be a lot of fun. It would just keep everyone would be out in the wilderness, but it's like, it's like responsibility the for the rest of the game. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, what was the original question? I can't remember though. We've been going. There was no original question of this. We were talking about okay. leagues three, <laughs> or I think. So yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any ideas for leagues. Basically, that's that's my answer. Um, mafia. We got a couple questions. Do you regret the D iron? So, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> i want to hear it from you um, so what what um what made you de-iron in the first place i guess so i was i was basically at a time when i was playing my pure iron man way more than my main iron man and i wanted to grow as a content creator and main iron man progress videos is a very like oversaturated space for like youtube yeah. realistically and i did i had well, I, sh- I share an account with my brother, which was like a um, just a p- account that he used to PK on with like max melees, but like it was useless besides that. And like my my man was maxed, and it was like I've got this account here, and for any new content and stuff, I don't want to be an Iron Man for new releases anymore, and I want to participate in certain events. Like for example, um, EVscape's first battle royale I had to do that as an iron man <laughs> so I yeah. couldn't I couldn't trade uh, my partner pure spam in that because I was a fucking iron man <laughs> so stuff like that like sway my decisions and I just wasn't playing on it and ultimately if I was just to leave it as an iron man it would just be a trophy and I've got the video of me de-ironing I show all my achievements I've got the memories personally I don't care for it as a trophy account so I just de-ironed it. That was quite a few. Uh, oh, also, it got fucking recovered in 2017, so it's not even exactly uh, in a great place. Yeah. So there was quite quite a few factors going behind it, but the main ones were I wasn't really playing it, and it wasn't YouTube efficient to make yeah. any progress on it. That's fair. And you have not regretted it since. Yeah, not for a single day. I I um i wanted to do it like three months before i actually did it because i always said to myself and i always said to other people if you're feeling like de-ironing wait like wait like be like yep i'm de-ironing and then just wait like three months yeah and then like if, you're, if you still think the same then you're probably not going to regret that so exactly because people yeah there's definitely people it's like fuck <laughs> the iron and like it's usually they just the, do it on a whim yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's usually the case where like they're just not enjoying something for like two days because they've just been playing so much and they're just like not enjoying it. And they're like, okay, I'm de-ironing because yeah. I want to make this easier then. Yeah. And I'd say I got to the point of Iron Man where, like I said before, I just have this long grind stuff like TOB, Chambers, and, Corp. Yeah. And I didn't want to I didn't want to do those. And I guess the difference for you is like you yeah. still play Iron Man accounts. So it's not just like yeah. 
Yeah. It's not just like fuck I, lo- Iron I, lo- Man I love Iron Man. I, I love the Iron Man mode. And I almost, I play as a main for content and like for enjoyment of new updates because I feel like it's more enjoyable as a main on a new update. Yeah. Just because like you can use the new gear if you want to buy it. You can test it out. You can uh, you can split with your teammates. That's another thing. Um, that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, like I've like whenever I log into RuneScape, I'm playing on Iron Man pretty much most of the time because it's just the purest and the most enjoyable way to play the game. If you're not on that hype, yeah. I don't know how anyone can. I, I personally just don't know how people can play a main and PVM on a main. I don't know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> outside of new releases, I've, it's not something I've ever wanted to do. Okay, here's a kind of a question I was asked. So apparently in like World of Warcraft, I don't play it, never really have played it. I played it for a no, day. I've never played it. But like end game Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Eight items. Uh, again, don't quote me on this, guys, but what I've heard is that they're untradeable. It's just like you have to go get the raid items and this is like with an mmo and so like there is no i don't i don't think there's any iron man mode but like those end game things are untradeable do you think that has a place in old school where like raids 3 comes out and even mains cannot get these weapons unless they do it themselves and get it or do you feel like that should just be an iron man thing i think there should be a mix of the two i'm i am like so keen for that but i don't think it should just be untradeables as rewards like well, for example, uh, wait, did you play in twenty? Like when Dungeoneering was the thing? Because I did that's, not. That's what that I was. never touched like, Dungeoneering. Like so, Dungeoneering, uh, all chaotics were untradeable. You had to go and do it if you wanted them, and uh, that that was good and bad. Like that is the like the one time I PVM'd for AOC is because I had to go and do Dungeoneering to get chaotic. Like I had to go get my maul, my rapier, and stuff. Yeah. So, but does that come with some resentment as well that people can't get it unless they do it? But then look at the Infernal Cape. Like, should the Infernal Cape be tradable? No. <laughs> like, why would it be? Yeah. Like, I, I I, would be happy to move in that direction, especially seeing how the game's going with all the botting, gold farming, venies, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, if you make something resistant to that, then, fuck, yeah, let's go. I'm down. <laughs> it is interesting because uh, I've kind of heard the thing. Um, like... Iron Man mode really is superior because just look at like collection log. I think I brought this up in on pre- previous casts because like seriously, as soon as something cannot be purchased, it just makes it more enjoyable. You have to do, go do it yourself. And the collection yeah. log was made mains basically Iron Man in a way. If you're going to go that route, 
where it's like, okay, yeah. you, you got to complete the log. You're basically an Iron Man now. I mean, you can. You yeah, know, and it's just, like it's just that, like, I, I can see why play, people play a main. Like, you cut out a lot of the grinding. Yep. Like, I don't want to go to Zulra when I've got 4K KC because I need more scales. Like, yeah. And the cool thing is that now you can prove that you got something on your own. Whereas before, you know, if you're rocking third age, like, yeah. You know, it's just like, okay, you clearly bought that. But now it's like, I oh, know, like, you know, you can look at my collection log. I think, and I know mains already have where you can, like, view other people's collection logs in their house. But Yeah. Um, and the thing is with, with, like, mains as well is, like, at some point, the RuneScape currency, like, some people can see it as just IRL currency. Some people see it as, like, time they could have spent doing something else in terms of they could just have Volkath. Yeah, That's, exactly. like, a classic argument for a lot of things. That's why like, Iron Man's amazing. Like, yeah. Yeah, and like pet hunting as well. Like, what people's actual long-term goals in this game, it all revolves around untradeable things. Exactly. So like, let's 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 go for it. Yeah. I like, I wouldn't want them all untradeable because I, I like I like the hype of being able to sell something for a two bill on release and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, my my but argument like, was actually like, yeah. you know, I'm fine keeping it all Iron Man based, where it's like Iron Man have untradeables, but I would love to see a main mode work everything's tradable just even infernal capes or just every single thing is tradable just, i would just it, they'd be worth nothing how much of an infernal cape be worth? it'd be worth like nothing no it'd be worth like 10 20 like 20 mil maybe 10 20 mil i have no idea to be honest and <laughs> the crazy thing is like so this is a thought experiment i don't i'm not actually saying do this for the game but imagine every single thing is tradable everything has a price and like even yeah. quest items can be tradable and stuff, so you can literally just fly through quests if you just get the last I item. I mean, <laughs> throw back to like three months ago, we kind of had that with services, to be honest. Yeah, no, it kind of. Uh, but I just yeah. think you know, imagine you could trade master caskets. Like, what would a master casket go for? Oh yeah, that'd be weird. Well, it would just be. Yeah, it'll be it'll be almost it'll just replace like the DMs, wouldn't it? Really, in terms of like. Yeah, it's just like sort of vibes. Yeah. Like they would be unprofitable to open, but you do it for the pet. Yeah, no. Oh, you would. Oh, yeah. No, no. One hundred percent. Master caskets would be worth a lot more. Like they would be like DMs yeah. in a way. But it just it's it's an interesting like thing. I would love to. I'd almost love to see a league like that where it's, every single thing is tradable. Just see how how it breaks the game or how it almost is like super yeah. enjoyable just every single oh wait i possible. sorry i just had another thought about leagues Go um, for it. they should definitely do group iron man as a league in a league format before they do it yes league. that's what yeah, i'm saying not... you know what's crazy is modern okay. i think <laughs> said the opposite he wants no, that... you gotta hype it up by like on like test mechanics and another thing i would i would i would love like a group iron man dead man thing but that's just not healthy but yeah thing about iron man with dead man is like you can't do that because then it's no longer iron man really it's like Wait, we can we can move on to Deadman if you want. Or Let's like, do it. What, what, Go. What, were we, what were we talking about before this? Like, just to wrap it up. If we were just talking about if you regretted the iron. That was it. Oh yeah, fuck it, no. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear about Deadman because I have I played the original Deadman like World Forty Five or whatever it is. I mean, when it yeah. first came out, I played for like ten minutes, died twice, and I was like, "Fuck this." No, oh, that was one of the times to be alive. That was. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not cut out, and I didn't know how to PK either. I didn't. I didn't really All know right. how to like tribe and stuff until LMS came out. Now I feel pretty confident with my abilities. But... Yeah, yeah. So, De- so Devman. So I, I played the original one, and I loved it. Honestly, one of the top things I've enjoyed in old school RuneScape ever is the original Deadman mode. I thought it was great, but I think over time, just got like it was too samey. 
Yeah, um, it's like solved. I think I think someone told me to speak about some dead man memories or something of all these questions. Where are they? Go yeah, for it. Anyway. I mean, I could find the question. Fun, we'll fun, talk fun about dead it. man memories. Uh, I was part of. Um, do you remember that there was a sh- the Shiloh Village lockdown? I was. Um, was that with okay? So dr- I want to say that was with like Ice Poseidon stream. I remember an Ice Poseidon clip or something, or like Dead Man mode or something. Or oh no, that was this, so this. So this was a time. So when the Dead Man tournament was thriving. So every three months you had Dead Man tournament for thirty two k. Oh no, no, no! I know the, what you're talking most, about now. You're talking about the little cave, right, where you go and do that yeah, quest. The, the, the most competitive it's ever been, and like peak for me anyway. Peak fun of that, like Dead Man, besides the original. And um, so I'm in, I'm in the clan Blazers. Like, if anyone doesn't realize that, even though solo mission, but in a clan, lol. You, that, I've had that YouTube comment about a million times. <laughs> um, and we uh, locked down Shiloh Village for the entire week. So nobody could get Pity. Nobody could get Dragon Slayer 2. So no other teams could get Bolts. They couldn't get the Super Bolts, the Dragon Bolts. And you, it was crazy because we, it was Blazers and Fools, like in an alliance, just locking it down this whole time. Had a strat from the very start. Like, we had people rushing straight there, bone crossbows holding it down so no one could even get in there in the first hour or something. Uh, it was absolutely mental. We had, like, um, a special Discord channel where it was, like, uh, one of the leaders of the teams, if there was, like, an enemy team coming, it's like, at everyone, like, get on now, like, red alert, <laughs> like, people are coming in. And then, like, there was a few times where it wasn't even red alert anymore, like, it's black alert, motherfucker, wake up right now, it's time, it's time for an absolute war. And, yeah, like, honestly, I think one of the best things in Deadman history was, like, the fight where, like, Basically, the entire game allied against, like, full, full blazers <laughs> to try and crack this, like, thing. You had to go into a door. So they were entering into a one-by-one square, which at the time they were like, oh, it's unfair, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But at the end of the day, that's what Deadman's about, like, a strategic advantage like that. So yep. they compile it in, like, the chins, the barrages are going, and it's just absolute madness. And in the end, they managed to hold strong, like, the the boys, they kept it locked down and nobody got pity or um ds2 like that's fucking just, insane. I, it, it was such such like a fun group effort thing to be a part of like i would always have my alt there a uh, little shiloh mission just like sitting there with his chins out ready <laughs> ready for some like next level warfare um some other things that happened oh yeah the jmods the jmods kept spawning in the walls to see what was going on because <laughs> the other teams were saying the door was glitched but it was like it was wasn't really glitched it was fine they yeah. were just like angry that they had to come into a one by one square so like we had a massive positional advantage. So the J mods would come and like you had um I can't remember who it was, but you had whoever in the wall and they're like everyone just chatting to them. And then so what we did was for the streamers who were playing on stage at the when they used to have a live event, um, we decided to let them all have Pisces. So like when Kurt when Curtis uh, MMORPG, he came through um one of the fools guys like dropped a bunch of red capes on the floor and he had like a red carpet so he could walk walk down the red carpet and complete the quest oh my god so yeah just just a lot of good times with that um but so that's like that's from like a clan perspective and honestly i think dead man is best enjoyed as part of a clan yeah like as 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 like disappointed that makes some people i think that is just if you want to have peak fun join a team at the yeah. end of the day that has um, to be it. Some of some other memories. Uh so this is probably one of my favorite Deadman memories. Like I'm I'd say I'm good at PvP now, but I'm still like un- 
I'm good at like LMS and like tribrid fighting, like pro- probably similar to yourself. I've not done that much wilderness PK in since like the days of like 2010 and things. Like I'm competent like in a no risk scenario. Uh, but there was so I did Dragon Slayer two in a week long Deadman, which is like tons of questing and all that sort of stuff. And we get there, so there's a few of our boys that are already there, and we're all there. And there's one guy from an enemy team. Uh, from Rot he was and he was killing the dragons as well and he's got like the absolute stank on him he's got Vesta's longsword dragon fire shield status hammer and this is when all this stuff is like really really valuable because it's only a week long there was like no time to get stuff so if you were to swap on the black market because you weren't allowed to swap back then all this stuff is like probably it was probably like 600 mil like what he was wearing Jesus Um, because like like RT RT and Blazers would have to get like maybe five VLS's so, like, if we could kill this guy, it's essentially, like, two VLSs of what he's wearing. So it's, like, a huge kill. And it was me, Shawnee, and Maining, um, killing Rune Dragons. We're like, right, we, we've got to take our... we got one shot to get this guy. We're all on the same team. He doesn't necessarily know if we're all on the same team. And um, that was just, like, the pressure of getting that kill on that person was just crazy. I... I, I I edited it out of the video, but people think a bit of shaking was bad. This was on the same level when I was attacking this guy. I lost aggro inside the rune drags, TV'd him, and then we got on him, and oh uh, we ended God. up we ended, we ended up killing, but killing him. But it was honestly insane. Like I was uh, streaming my POV to everyone in like the other Teamspeak channel, and it was just like me, Liam, and like the guys at rune drags, and like because it was such a huge like kill. And then we got him, he goes down, and it's like, oh my fucking god, we just PK'd so much <laughs> shit. Like, that's so many man hours of stuff we've just got there. So that was probably, like, my favourite time. That was by far the most valuable kill I've ever got. Shit. And, like, I don't know, everyone was just so fucking hyped for me, like, because they could obviously see, my, like, my mouth shaking and shit, <laughs> like, <laughs> when doing it. And it's funny, because someone actually came up to RuneFest from a different team, and he was like, oh, did you let, um... Jay, go on your account. He's a really good PK. Did you let him on the account to kill him? And I was like, no, I just edited all my shit, shit clips out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that was such a hype moment. Yeah, no, that um, that does sound fun. I I almost want eventually to do a DMM whenever they like come back and stuff. Yeah, but it like, seems with- overwhelming, and I feel like I'm not I'm not alone when saying that because like people yeah, that it, it is a, it is overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to get into if you're new yeah. and the way it is to join a team because when you're in it, well, so say so in Blazers, we all, we like, it's like nerdy, but it's like so fun. Like we have a little meeting like before the tournament and we'd like divvy up some roles like, oh, you're, you're going to be, so my role is always to go around all the charter ships and buy out all the crafting supplies so people can get 70 crafting for Monkey Madness too. So that's like my job. Yeah. Like, everyone has a job, like even like Manked or like Bellis or any of these insane PKs, like Bellis is there like picking up lockpicks for Desert Treasure. <laughs> like for fuck's sake. Like so you have this real like sense of community and like it doesn't matter if you're a noob. Like Blazers has loads of like newbie members that are just there like fishing sharks or whatever. They just want to help out. Yeah. Like that's that's part of the thing with Deadman. Like I wish like there was a better way to onboard people into like big groups of people and clans and teams and I was hoping the clan system might be a bit more towards that, but it's it's hard to facilitate, really. Yeah. Like, it's on the individual to join. And then at the end of the day, it's like, for the most trusted teams, like, it's hard to get into them. Like, not any, not a random person can't really be like, can I join? Because, yeah. like, 
we'd need to trust them because we share a lot of like IRL stuff. Like we've met up in real life. Um, and even just like leaking locations, like we couldn't have held that like shy. Spies, you could just leaks. be like, I want to join your team yeah, and then like, spy for another. Yeah, time. like some some teams like love to spy and shit. Like we're not we're not into that sort of stuff, but like we're just a big group of friends, which is like trustworthy between each other, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's had some had some really good times. Um, yeah, I think another one of my favorite times was um, taking over Lunar Island. So we had the roles reversed the next tournament. And uh, so I think it was like Rot and like Tartar and teams like that. They were all camping on Lunar Island. You know how you have to go down the ladder off the boat to get on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were, they were defending Lunar. So that's Vengeance <laughs> and that's Dragon Slayer 2. So that's another huge like lock off. Yeah. And um, it was the roles reversed because we had to go down as well one by one. But we all like everyone in the team is there like uh, even people who are literally just PvP is like just mining to get 60 mining for this huge war. And like getting all the craft and the quest and the quest, and then like on one of the mornings we run in and just like hit and we cleared them like first clear, and that was just so hype because we had to hold the we're like right we have to hold this for two hours and do the quest before like they regroup and stuff because we hit them off guard. I like that was that was insane. That was re- really fun times. Yeah, yeah, that's... so I I I, I, I love that mode so much. <laughs> I can definitely appreciate a dead man mode and like uh. Like watching it is one of the most enjoyable things. Like that's like some of the best content to watch is when. Uh, I think the best part about it is just the the Twitch chat as well. <laughs> like oh yeah, the the Twitch man mode turn, like everyone's memeing, uh, everyone's going. It's just like it's just, HK. Everyone's like someone's winning HK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just fun. Like it's just a lot of fun, yeah. even if you're not doing it. It's so much fun, and I, it brings the community. I, I together. just love love competitions. I really wish there were more. Like, they used to, this is before I was, like, worthy of inviting to something. Like, there seems to be, like, so many competitions going on. They had, like, 5v5 tournaments. Like, they had, do you, know, do you remember Wilderness Wars? They had stuff like that. They had, like, Dead Man Mansions and all these, like, yeah, random was, cool stuff. Cool. And then... I, the, it, a lot of it's just, like, the COVID situation. Because like, I remember, like, yeah, Bo was talking yeah. about Dead Man Mansions. It just sounded, like, so much fun. Yeah, like, I really wish I was, like, bigger then and I could have gone to those yeah. sort of things. But... The very first, oh, so there's another demo thing. The very first event I got invited to by Jax, like the first recognition, was I got to go to play in the final of a dead man, and that was the one. So playing on stage, and I made it into the one v ones, and that was the one where there was insta kill gas inside the one v one chambers, and I just instantly died. <laughs> so and fucked like, up. They couldn't put us back in. Oh my so, god! So that was my first ever thing, and I was like, "I'm so happy to be here." But what the fuck? It's so <laughs> that was actually actually crazy. That's like the saddest thing I'd ever seen. It's like there's yeah. always a fuck up, and that was like beyond any fuck up we were even expecting. Yeah, like jeez, like, Deadman could just be have been so good if like so. There was just, but there's just so many like PR nightmares for Jagex, yeah. and like I don't blame them for shutting it down. And it's part of the reason why PVP doesn't get the attention that people want for it is because it's just there's huge risk involved for yeah. them from like a company standpoint yeah, yeah. Oh, I, just, I just remember that there was no crowd there thank fuck for that because there was just like six of us on stage and some j mods and like like our girlfriends basically like the wags in the audience oh <laughs> like, my god they had to because sh- they, they had to shut down the whole thing the stream oh. and like be back shortly for like an hour like mod matt k like chasing around like it was so actually bad. like because i was like we were like walking around like Obviously, me and skills, me and skill specs had died, but everyone else was like, they didn't get fucked. They got through all right, and we were there like, are we going to get our stuff back? Like, <laughs> can we get through or what? And then graduate because it started off like, yeah, we'll be able to get you guys back in. Like, we'll get people back in, and then it was like, 
oh, we'll get pack, we'll give people like a basic gear setup and then we'll be able to log back in because we can't reload your gear. And that turned into, yeah, you guys aren't going to be able to log back in. And we're just like, oh, shit, Aww. this is going to be like crazy. Yeah, yeah, that must have been crazy to be there. Like, it was, panicking. it was. It was such like an experience and it's really interesting getting to those events because you get to see like the behind the scenes and stuff yeah. and like they look fucking stressed man. Mama case on the phone like fucking panicking bro. Like can we sort this? Can we sort that? Because they didn't really know what they could do. And yeah. That just ended up as a right shit show. For the viewer like as much as like it's just you know really bad you know kind of PR for Jagex it's funny as fuck regardless of what fuck oh up they do God, as the yeah. viewer because you're just watching and you're just like laughing <laughs> yeah. the whole time and like you can just tell like the twitch moderators are in there are just like banning certain terms and stuff <laughs> where it's like yeah we're like yeah. where people start like spamming like, resident sleeper and then they, ban- <laughs> they they ban resident sleeper emote because <laughs> everyone's typing it and then they're like find some other emote oh, to type it's just too it's just too good like, there's been so there's been so many like when weeks one as well yep like oh my days there's some good so times. much drama so yeah they, they were my main top times with dead man i'm like i love it as a mode but i think overall it has to change every time to keep it fresh and interesting it's like releasing trailblazer league yep. five times over like, that'd be horrible no one's gonna play that shit yep. no one's gonna do it so like you need some sort of you need sort of changes to uh to make it fresh and interesting somebody i guess i guess uh kind of going back to group iron man somebody asks um speed wobble on the youtube thread asks i feel like you have the resources to make the best group iron man team ever if it's four people max (laughs) who who would you have as your teammates the best ever oh um and how would you play it i'm just curious how you would play it as well afterward okay so my thoughts on group iron man i think Maybe to piss people off. I think it's stupid. Group Iron Man is a stupid concept. <laughs> I agree. From the get-go. Like, there's just way too many problems. Like, nothing... But you as a content you... creator, you know you're yeah, going to milk like, it. I'm, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play yeah. it. But there's a lot for me to consider. Like, as, as a player, I think it's dumb. Yeah. Like, I think people think it's going to be way bigger than it w- will be. Like, there's not really much demand for it anymore. There's just so many prob- problems with scamming, quitting. Like, all yeah. the rest of it. Like, it's just... I don't think it's going to be... I don't think it's... W- it's not worthy of being made into an official game mode, I agree. in my opinion. If you want to do it, do it on your own time. It's like Bronze Man mode or PvP Hardcore Man. Yeah. Don't make an official mode for it. Like Just I agree right now, Listen, but I would, I seriously would love to see what they actually come up with, how it's gonna even work. Because before oh, I yeah, just talk like, shit about it, you know, let's just see like, what I'll be excited. For, I'll be excited for it, but I just don't think it's gonna have the impact. Think people think it will. I agree. Like. Nothing is more prestigious in a group Iron Man than it is on an Iron Man. Hardcore Iron Man was successful because it's more prestigious than Iron Man. Yeah. Like, you can't really go the reverse because there's not as much hype for it. Yeah. Like, past one month. One month in, yeah, hype. First team to do TAB, fantastic. Like, that'll be great. But for me, I'd, I'd have to think of it from a YouTube perspective, and it's going to be a great opportunity for, like, growth and stuff. But I thought about it a, a lot because it's obviously something that's going to come. Who who I want on my team, like, and I, I was thinking that is it going to be bad if I'm a YouTuber and I go three other YouTubers because you're only going to really care about watching one of those guys' videos because you've seen that group's progress. Yep. So I'm thinking I don't know if that is the best way to go. I feel like it's a good point for me. Looking from a YouTube standpoint, my ideal way to go would be to 
so that I was the only YouTuber in the team, but I was with like three streamers. <laughs> so then I'm then capturing all that audience from streaming to watch my YouTube videos and they're not getting that content in a YouTube format anywhere else. So and like, you could take was... their perspectives too and not have it like... Yeah, exa exa exactly. Like that's another thing with YouTube is watching one out of the four perspectives I don't think is as interesting as like what like being able to cut to the other ones exactly so yeah, yeah. That, that is a good idea but that's 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 my that's my youtube brain talking but realistically um i don't think i'll be able to do that because i'm closer with youtubers than i am with streamers yeah that like, would be a friends, good that would be a good thing though yeah my, or, or you could take the approach of you don't even do it with streamers you just do it with friend your friends which don't make content like i could just do it with three people from blazers and like we'll have a great team and but then, then you could just take all their footage the, as well yeah, but they're like, they're going to be on voice a lot and stuff. Like, are they comfortable with that? I don't know. Like, like I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's tough. Answer. So what do you think you so, would yeah. do? Just go with YouTubers and just kind of like take the L? Um, the thing is, though, I, I don't want to sound arrogant, but if I was to go with some YouTubers, I feel like because I'm the seasonal mode guy, like I'd be the one that got all the views for that team. And like yeah. the other ones would struggle. Okay. Uh, like that sounds arrogant but like that's how it works with leagues like, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of people make youtube content for leagues and they get below their normal viewers yeah um whereas people like me mika like did a bit like that's where we shine like we've built our careers really off that seasonal shit uh so yeah i, I really i really don't know what to do but in terms of like the ideal team for like youtube success which is like my number one priority would be like boaty doesn't make videos yeah uh weeks <laughs> and then like foe like that would be <laughs> if i could handpick people yeah for like to be as as successful as possible i'd choose those people and like that is how on my priority but i also want to enjoy myself i'm not really close to any of those people at all yeah like they're not from my generation of creators like the other thing about to... the other thing about like it would be so fucking hyped to have a wooks but you know yeah. it's, it's just very yeah. temporary. But like, Weeks isn't going to give a fucking pleb like me, let's be real. <laughs> I mean, shit, you never know. Um, but at the same time, you know he would just play for like a week or two. And then it's like... Yeah. It's but that's what—that's the mentality I have towards it. I would do it for like a month. Okay. And like rush everything. Uh, and as soon as if you kill every boss as a group, like that's a rat boys like people probably aren't going to care about that point I'm that's why they need group iron man leagues and i'm totally with you on yeah. that group iron yeah. man leagues like, try it out see what the flaws are and like seriously the, a temporary group iron man's totally fine because you know everyone's yeah. going to burn out eventually yeah uh yeah I, I fully agree with that sentiment and as well with with me choosing my teammates i've also got to choose people i'm like friends with for yeah. making the funny content and stuff like so that'll be people like mika that we were there in the Warriors Guild on 2k subs each, like, grinding our defenders, like, laughing about stupid shit. Like, people like that I'd go with. Like, people I came up with and, like, are best, like more friends with. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I think it's going to be hype for a month for content and then dead. Personally. Okay. J JP, yes, 2007 on the YouTube thread asks, what kind of content would you like seeing added to the game in the future and why? What piece of content would you like seeing removed from the game if you could, I guess? Oh, removed. <laughs> so we'll start with the first. Like, what what would you like added? If what you do I want from the future? Added? Yeah. Well, my personal bias straight away is like more leagues, more dead man, more, more of that sort of shit. Because yeah. like that's the thing I enjoy the most. I enjoy the journey of a new account. Um, content wise, 
and as well like my favorite content in game is probably the inferno like you probably, I, I don't know i don't know if you know but i did it on uh my pure iron man that was the end goal of that to get an inferno cape on level 78 that's awesome. which is my that's my proudest achievement i'd say 50 attack g mauler it's got 99 strength 99 range and mage inferno cape beast like, account absolute boss and like although there, there's some questions related to that account actually i think i've seen that said why don't you play that anymore it's the same reason i stopped playing my old my original iron man got to the stage of the game where what am i going to be doing raiding for 300 hours uh, that's a no from me yeah and i like to achieve my desired account i don't want to get attack levels to wear a scythe and stuff like that so yeah i just got to where i wanted with it and like the infernal kit was the ultimate goal for that for that account and also they took away bh so it doesn't really have a purpose for pkn anymore yeah and there's 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 people that you know there's always going to be a a division i guess in your community where people want you to keep going the lengths of it but at the same time i feel like the majority would just love to see fresh content yeah. as well and i'm like i can't go back to that now because yep. people won't be invested in the journey so people won't watch it exactly right, so i'm done yes yeah, so that's the pure iron stuff so what what, what what are we talking about just then sorry um so what would you like to be removed if there if you could have anything removed from the game um oh wait no to expand on what i want added so okay, I, yeah. I just just more stuff like inferno um end game challenges stuff like that so uh, would you more... Would would you Sorry. want raids three to have untradeables as like the best things? Like, do you think that would be cool? Um, now that you're saying you kind of want things like Inferno and stuff, like is something like untradeable yeah. that's a really challenge? Like, do you think that's good? I'm more I'm I, I like Inferno because it's not something you have to grind out for RNG. Like, you get Ooh, what you okay, deserve. Okay. So what like, if, what so about this? What about this? Raids 3 comes out with normal items and then like you said where like you get a purple and then there's like a personal mimic or something like that you know something similar to the mimic where it's like you can choose and to... that could be the untradeable maybe. and that could be the one time untradeable where it's like yeah you only have to do it yeah because because that, that'll that'll make it like the pinnacle like item of that content okay. i guess so that i yeah i'd be i'd be keen for that but like i'm, I'm more talking about stuff like so this isn't stuff i want removed from the game but it's my this is what I hate the most about how the game's been managed over the years. I hate stuff like Mage Arena 2. Like, they wasted a best-in-slot cape on a piece of content which isn't even more difficult than the Mage Arena itself. Like, yeah. it's fucking easy as. Like, they should have... Like, they could have released, like, a wilderness version of the Inferno where, where the mage, mage is the mess or some shit like that. Like, like they, they're, they're all about, like... And it's the same thing with this new bow as well. Like, that's a troll, like why is that on old content like when as soon as raid 3 comes around we're gonna be crying like oh we don't have any rewards (laughs) yeah i I really hate that way of doing the game like even stuff like spiked manacles like why are you putting those on medium clues like put them somewhere else like mediums or people already do mediums for the ranger boots yeah and like all that stuff like the basilisk count like Put best in slot items on fun content, not on like random Slayer mobs. I hate that so much. I agree with the the basilisk jaw. I will say, however, I do see the reason why spiked manacles are on mediums and why the bow comes from Gauntlet because they thematically make a ton of sense. Like every boot, every one of yeah. those like, mid level boots comes from medium. And I do, I do, it do completely it agree I, with the yeah. sentiment. Like, okay, we got to get new content in, but at least it's thematic very thematic. yeah it's almost I, like... I think i'm just i think i just get more annoyed when it's like a new reward on an yeah. old piece of content that people already do yeah like i don't i don't like that 
Um, and I just think, yeah, like don't stop wasting rewards on like fucking Major Arena too. Like, why is that yeah. the best game for me? Game? Yeah, well, that's, that's yeah, a, can, a joke. I see that. Um, oh yeah, and what other content I would love to see added? Uh, expansion on LMS. I love LMS. I was there, like fucking pleading with my heart out in um, like an IRL meeting. Like ten of us went to like design LMS, like how it is today. Like that's the only reason LMS is now a hybrid mini game and not like a fucking prayer flick fest. It's because, like, when we went to Jagex, we were like, this needs to come. This is PvP. I want this. Like, the whole reason I don't PvP right now is because I don't want to go and hop in the wilderness for ages. I don't... I'm not a wilderness PK. I just want to get in a fight. Like... Yeah. I just want to, like, fight people and do PvP. And I would love to see that expanded upon. I've, like, offered suggestions for that in the past, but I just... Yeah. I... I think they should add pure modes to that, hybrid modes to that. So hybrid being melee and mage, no overheads like in the people doing Edgeville. What do you think um, of that new map they added? I kind of don't like it. Maybe I'm unfamiliar with it. It's just it's all it's all right, but it wasn't it wasn't designed. You can tell it wasn't designed by a PvP because you yeah. can't see through like some of the towers and stuff. Yeah, like I I I don't even like like it's good it's good, but it's some variety. Like I I like it. I would keep it rather than get rid okay. of it. But like I'm happy to. I would be happy if they just fucking copy and pasted like Varrock in there or something or like yeah. anything. Like we could have like ten different ones. Like fuck it, why not? Yeah, no, um, for real. But I think I'm. What I want more is um, different modes in LMS. So say you you're there in LMS and you have the basic mode, and that's like people familiar with that. That's great, and like that should be the main one we have. But I've said this before: you shouldn't choose the mode you want to go into. You should have. The guys outside are like, the LMS becomes corrupted or something, and the floor turns red. And you know, if you're stepping into a corrupted game, that game's going to be played as pures. And like, for that next one minute, the lobby's going to be corrupted, and all the games that go are going to be pure games. And then it goes back to being normal for a bit. So it's like a bit of variation thrown in. That could be and you fun, don't have to, yeah. You don't, you don't have to pick... The thing is, I don't want to, want to ever have to split the player base up by picking between yep, the modes. Because I totally... That, because people just go to the most popular ones, so... I that would that new map that would like, never be played if it was not forced. Yeah, do you know what, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think, but then you still have the choice because all you have to do is wait a minute outside and you get yeah. back into a normal game if you hate pures. But it also introduces people to pure PK and to you could have the berserker mode where it goes black or something, like different different build again, and you can experience these accounts without having to build them yourself because people just don't have time for that shit. Do you have any idea for new rewards that would come from LMS? Or do you think it's fine? Um, keep everything, absolutely everything from LMS should be untradeable and useful in the wilderness. Uh, I was part of the Bounty Hunter 2 rework as like a feedback group. And I was under the impression that all of those rewards going in were going to be untradeable, like blighted potions. Like, why the fuck are they tradable? Like, yeah. that wasn't the point of them. Like, we, we pitched them to be untradeable because, like, there's no need to bot these. If, like, what what's the bot going to do? Go and fucking, like play with its prayers up for like 20 hours with all these potions like it's ridiculous that they were ever tradable yeah, like it defeats that's... the whole point of the I just can't get my head around I just don't know how like, they even made it into the game as tradable because everyone was saying untradable in all the feedback sessions and stuff so dumb yeah that's interesting because like, they like, just kind of came out could... with that shit and there was yeah I mean it was the thing is with stuff like that so like PvP focus groups and all those sort of things like the BH groups that have existed in the past like people have a different idea on how it should work a lot of people have different opinions so it's hard to make something that everyone wants but my feedback was focusing on 
make it so it doesn't get abused. Yeah. <laughs> like that, like surely you have to make it the thing you have to make it. So it's not going to get removed again. So make it so it's not abused untradables yeah. only. Like if, if some iron men are like abusing it, it's not as bad as like the Venny gold farmers abusing it. Like, yeah, like I, I could like, if that and if that's the case, just remove all the rewards for Iron Man. But yeah, that was that was an unfortunate tale. And yeah, never that's just back. so strange. It's almost like there's like a hidden agenda. It's like why not? Why isn't this even spoken about? Like you know, where they just come out with things that was like clearly the community all wants this, but then they just do their own thing. It's like, yeah, I think it was just a misunderstanding. I can only imagine it was a misunderstanding of the constant feedback is, oh, we want PK to be profitable, but I don't think whoever implemented it realize that by getting untradeable food and potions you're making pk more profitable because you're lowering your expenditure you're not just making raw gp yeah i don't know yeah that was that was mine but yeah lms let's let's get some more variety i love it all right um general napo says solo mission do you think the wildy can be revived at all also what are tips you can give for someone who wants to start out on youtube making osrs content okay uh, oh, the wilderness. The wilderness can be revived at any time Jagex want to by putting loads of money in there. But is that the best thing? I don't know if it is. <laughs> that's like, and that's like the whole thing with the wilderness. It all comes down to money. Now, PV, PvP is, I, I have the opinion PvP is an entirely separate issue to the wilderness. Like, it's a different beast. Wilderness is just part of, like, a sub-branch of PvP. Yeah. But yeah, wilderness is very dependent on profitability. And is it is it worth saving? I don't know. I don't know. I, like I don't know if it's the is it is it worth saving? Is it should it be the future for PvP? I'm not sure that it should be. I actually think PvP is better suited to being grown outside the wilderness in like LMS and introduction of like competitive game modes and things like that. Personally, but I would I like I'd love to see a thriving wilderness. And if revs were made five mil an hour tomorrow i'd vote yes <laughs> i think five mil an hour is fine i mean you're making five mil an hour thieving elves right now yeah i mean true. like what what it what starts to get bad is when people are saying like five mil an hour is like the low end but then if you're abusing it, it's like 15 mil an hour it's like ugh, it's like because yeah. it's so hard to say what is the money per hour because for all the noobs that are dying over and over it's like 500k an hour but then for like the beasts yeah. it's like the clan protection and shit like that it's like 15 million yeah protection oh, which protection. is fine like i actually kind of enjoy that community aspect of like okay we're gonna lock down this oh, shit. You, like, you did it didn't you you did yeah. you did you, you pay for us yeah so did but i, I but I, um... here's the thing is like i i was there at the very beginning where i wasn't paying i was just like seeing everything yeah, starting like blooming you know and i was like this is actually kind of cool because as toxic as it is because it's just the fucking wilderness there is some like cool aspects to you know okay yeah. th- these people want to lock down this world are you going to overtake them try it you know but i'm i'm actually i'm okay with it as well i think it's an interesting ecosystem within the game i'm not okay with like like the toxicity and stuff behind it and any rule breaking yeah like, not okay with that but as like a thing i think it's cool that an area of the wilderness can be locked down but having said that I would love, like, imagine, okay, so imagine there's the rev protectors, they're in rags and stuff. I would love it if there was, like, a minimum risk and, like, it was worth it to just hit the raggers and then just, like, 
you're stacking up like two mils in your coffer because they're risking two mil because you have to pay to get yeah. in. Yeah. This is this is very anti Iron Man, but like parking Iron Man aside for a second, we can get like just sack off all the uniques to somewhere else in the wilderness. Like my my if if I was in charge of res right now, I'd make it like deeper wilderness than it is. Um, or yeah, deeper wilderness have half multi, half single, or something like that. And like a way that if you're in single, you couldn't just run to multi. Like so, so, like somehow they're separate. Say there's two branches of the same thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, just you, you have to pay a ridiculous fee to get in. Like high risk, high reward, baby. Like no one's coming here in their snake skin. Yeah. Like the, so- it, like the problem. The problem with the protection is you can protect in racks, and it's just a case of numbers. Like. If I want, if I want to go to a world which has like twenty venues in there, and they're all risking two mil, oh, I'd love to get on Blazers TS and like go clear them with ten people. Like if they're if they're like worse than us. I want to hear um, the downside of this because this is like a thought I've had for a little bit, and it's probably just it wouldn't work due to something I'm not thinking of. But what if? So one of the issues, I guess, with like singles plus and like the wilderness, kind of like you can just. There's too many worlds available and shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, the wilderness appears to be dead because there's hundreds of worlds now. But it's, like... And I don't think that this thing I'm about to say would actually fix the whole, like, making the wilderness yeah. feel dead. But uh, one of the issues with, like, singles plus is, like, you could basically always survive. You just freeze the guy, walk under, log out. Because, the, like, the PJ mm-hmm. timer with singles plus. But what if you there was like a new rev cave or a new something where uh and it doesn't have to apply the whole, to the whole wilderness but something where it's like you cannot log out and you yeah. cannot escape or anything like you can't log out unless you actually go to a physical area to log out it's like so you have to travel in you can't hop worlds you can't log out you have to go into this place um and then the only way to escape is to actually get back to the safe spot and then you can uh, actually log out or hop worlds like do you think that's like a good thing <laughs> I am a huge fan, and that is like in all in PvP feedbacks again in the past. In like a meeting in 2019, I said exactly the same thing. It's fucking stupid that you can X out the game, and the, the way to escape is logging out of the game. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Like, there should just be like, even if it's like creative little, like we shouldn't just get rid of it and provide their like with, and provide no outs to anyone to get out. Otherwise, I think, what if you could, like cut across some like lava with like a fucking volcanic mine water vessel or some shit like or like interesting ways to like outsmart the pk to get away from them that would like, act they, some, you know something, what it, something that interactive is, that's such a cool idea you just brought up the whole volcanic <laughs> mine thing where you could actually just create your own path <laughs> yeah like, like say if you had to bring like you know what it's reminding me of it's reminding me of star wars 3 where uh anakin and obi-wan are fighting on uh like these little like rock these little floating rocks on the lava at the end yeah. you know like shit like that where yeah. you're like literally creating say, no, no 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 but no but like think about it like this like or say if there were like randomly spawning stepping stones and you had to just like choose a good path to go across oh my because God. If, you, if you stood on one which was like a bit dodgy you're gonna sink and then get hit for a 50 <laughs> but that's that turns into a great dynamic of like the praise running across it the pker doesn't take as much care he, he sinks, and as he's sinking, you just like start ballistering him or something, and then you can anti-peak him. Dude, you know, that sort of shit. This is like, some cool I, I would, shit. I would love like creative, creative escapes, not logging out yeah. of the game. I hate logging out of the game. Yeah, I and- hate that you can just 
walk around on a hard crime on a deep worldy with a logout button like what is that i hate it so much like and and to just go back to like you know you don't want to make it so it's impossible to escape i think the gapping things already like find uh what they're mm. like i know i know gapping is basically like logging out because like as soon as you get gaps like it's over but yeah but the, the, the pks get incredibly unlucky if they're competent to get gapped exactly and the other unless, thing, the, unless the scenery is ridiculous like the other thing I, what i really like about scenery so like there's a i love those huge patches of trees out in the wilderness when you're like running from a, a person like i was doing um i was doing my wildy slayer task at the chaos druids and then somebody got on me and so i eventually escaped and there's this huge patch of trees and if you're good enough at the game and you understand pathing you can actually just like manually click around these like trees and completely yeah. gap somebody like for long enough because they're just yeah. targeting you, and they're just making this weird path that the game's generating. But you're like manually walking around these tr- trees strategically. It's really yeah, stuff exactly. Like that like, can... I'd, way, I'd way prefer stuff like that to like freeze login. Yeah, personally. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I gave that as feedback, but I don't know. Let's never really got any sort of traction. Like logging out of the game. Yeah. I actually hate it so much. <laughs> I, I think I think it would be cool is if there was just like an air like, you know, they could even introduce a rev area where it's like you have to yeah. make your journey from this starting point. You cannot log in or log out during the journey. Like you have to yeah. start there, go out, you know, and then you, yeah. you have, if, that's in like, order that's, to log out, you have to go back. That's like the whole thing with like whenever Wilderness 2 has been like banded around, I've always had the thought of like you bore the longboat at the top of the wilderness and that takes you to like the next level of the wilderness. And that, and that is genuinely high risk. Like when I was like, I thought about this ages ago, but like you got to have a minimum risk in there. There's not going to be any raggers. Everyone you see is worth killing. Like no teleporting, no logging out, like genuinely high reward activities in there because there's really high risk there now. That'd be cool. That would be great. I agree. Cool escapes. Like maybe the scenery, like maybe there's, things that you have to wear to stop yourself getting tangled in roots which come up and attack you from the floor or something like that you have to wear like a cool amulet to stop that from happening to you yeah or like yeah just like there really is a lot of cool things get creative get creative with it not just like not just this this monster spawns laser gp imagine (laughs) imagine you could (laughs) this is weird i just thought of this um imagine there was a spell book there was a spell where you could actually spawn an object behind you similar to like mario kart <laughs> you like spawn no, a no, fucking I, I mushroom said this as well like barricades from fucking <laughs> castles like yeah. that's like th- that sort of stuff is like what we should be thinking about with pvp because it takes two to tango it's just not like one guy like smashing on some other one yeah like having like a quick little barricade in like a really strategic position like I just like maybe raggers would f- abuse the fuck out of it, but like something like that to change the meta and like to make it so the prey has a chance and the predator also has a chance and it's fun for both. Yeah. And like think of like the little clips you could get with like that clutch like barricade or maybe you just like hop across the lava or you, I don't know, the PK is like not got that risking amulet so he gets binded by the fucking roots or something. I don't know. Yeah. Stuff like Yeah. He also is think- asking about the uh, tips for starting YouTube. We kind of already covered it. At the oh, beginning, start, yeah, starting YouTube. Starting. Try, try and find something. Try and find something original. I know that's like that is very hard, like these days, because a lot of stuff has been done. 
be as entertaining as possible. Try and be the most entertaining version of yourself as possible. Uh, don't be afraid to cut bits out. Try and keep your video fast paced. Um, and yeah, like try and try and emulate what you would want to watch. And like that's that's the thing with YouTube. Fre- like try and look at your stuff with fresh eyes. Will I will I watch this? Yeah. If Tolvest would Tolvester upload this? Would Sparkmark upload this? Wh- whoever like. And if and the, if the answer is no, like you're like, well, why why wouldn't they? And then. Oh, it's a. I, 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 I had this thing when I went full time. I like started looking at everything differently, and I look back at my old Iron Man progress videos, and I just, I'm waffling for, about something for like a minute, over a minute, and I'm like, yeah, this is where people click off. Like no one's like when I'm like what I'm striving towards is like a 10 minute compact video of like cracking a joke here, like some music here, like just a little bit of insight here, rather than like a ramble stood in one spot doing something. I don't know. Just keep it keep it fast paced and engaging, and I think like you'll have a good chance. That really is key. The rambles are a different category in general. It's like there's a oh, yeah. very I'm not, niche. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dissing you. Like, yeah, no, no, no. I I completely here. agree though because I'll look at my analytics. There is a point, and I can go into it. I've gone into it a few times where it's like <laughs> there's a point where everyone dips, and then I'm like, yep, yeah. I can totally see why everyone would have dipped there because this is boring yeah. as hell, but. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you with the fast pace. Just like, boom, boom, boom. Keep the ball rolling. Don't let anything slow down if you want to make a good video like YouTube analytics-wise, you know. So. Yeah. And t- take inspiration from outside the old school category as well. Like, because you could easily emulate something, say if you watch some of the games and you've found a really interesting concept. If you emulate that in old school RuneScape, that's like coming up with an orig- original idea and you didn't even have to, like think of that yourself do you know what yeah. i mean like we're not perfect we haven't found out every idea in the youtube space yeah. <laughs> there's still plenty of stuff to do okay that's, um, why, th- that's why sorry i was gonna say that's no, why go i think like tasty did really well with like um just like totally like jokes like tob guide or like whatever guide to get the mvp stuff like that yeah it doesn't. Yeah, it, it also doesn't different. hurt that he's just fucking handsome and tall and charismatic. <laughs> true. That doesn't. He's got that, that, doesn't that, that boy scared on you. <laughs> but no, it's true. Like he's, uh, and he's also um, uh, just going back to Tasty. Like he's, he's surrounded by other content creators who have really helped him to understand how to make it on YouTube and stuff. He's had a lot of good advice yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah definitely take, take inspiration. Mildly Ben is asking, would love to know now that he's done with his PvP hardcore and what goes into the decision making process to work out the next series he chooses to tackle. And semi related, what factors into trying to innovate and break the mold in OSR's content creation in twenty twenty one? Oh shout out Ben. Um What oh wait, I've got I've got up here. What goes into the decision making process to work out the next series he chooses? Okay, so for series wise I'm personally a fan of, I don't know what my next series is going to be. Like currently at this point in time, I'm like, I've got a few individual video ideas that I've been collecting for the past year while I've been doing PvP Hardcore that like I was ready to make once I died. So I've got a few of those coming up. Uh, But as for like choosing a series, for me, I think simplicity is really good. Like just one thing, like, one or two things like a one defense iron man it changes everything you're doing and uh it's easy to understand for a viewer i personally like 
I don't want to. I don't want to call anyone out here, but I personally am not a fan of confusing concepts. Like it might not be confusing to the creator because you live it and you do it all the time, and it's like, yeah, you know it inside out. But like yeah. the average person, that the average person isn't that invested in you. They're not that invested in me. They're just like, I'm just a RuneScape guy. They watch. Like it needs to be digestible for them. So, so when that's another thing with YouTube, like if you're explaining your grand plans and stuff, I think people don't switch off. Like they don't care. Like they're nowhere near as invested. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think like the series that I've done have been well Iron Man that's just like basic bitch at this point really like that wasn't really planned or anything but like one defense Iron Man very simple but different to what people have been doing on YouTube and interesting for me to play because it's a different way for me to play the game more challenging and um, like interesting Uh, and then PvP Hardcore Iron Man like it's a Hardcore Iron Man that plays in a PvP world like pretty simple concept to be honest like there's no sort of like specific tasks or whatever you have yeah. to do. There's no um, guessing what. No, 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 self, no self-imposed like crazy rules or stuff that the viewer has to keep up with. Yeah. Quite simple to understand. Like even like Swampletics, like he's an I- ultimate Iron Man in Mauritania. Like go, great. Like it's easy to understand. Yeah. I don't. I don't. And I will be looking for another one of those sort of ideas if I'm going to go to another Iron Man series. Uh. What I don't, what I don't want to do is do something like, not to, uh, I guess I'll name names, something like tedious where he has this like spreadsheets and stuff and like different tiers and stuff and like t- to me that already adds like a massive layer of like arbitrary confusion. Yep. Of like uh, what's going on and like, uh, like refre- like I'm, I'm, like I love I love these guys by the way like. But it's just not it's just not for me personally. Yeah. Like with Rice Cup as well, he does like a his one man raid series where he's like he's got arbitrary restrictions, but it's clear to him, but as a viewer, like unless you're really investing in that series, I don't think it's that clear. Like you, or you have to really remind yourself what's yeah. going on and constantly remind people of the narrative of what's going on. So it's it's a, it's hard to make content. Well, I'd find it hard to make content with lots of random rules in place and stuff like that. Which is frustrating because all schools again that can be played in so many ways but it's almost like not don't make it too like out of the box but just enough out of the box that it's interesting it's a it's a, it's a hard sort of like and and like trade-off. you said it's like it's not for you and i would argue it's not for the general public if you want to just get serious growth simplicity is key i agree but oh, the, the, those niche sort of uh things where everything is really complicated is nice for a lot of people well I wouldn't, oh, say, yeah, the, like I wouldn't that, say the majority, but yeah, if you want true growth, I I do definitely yeah, agree. Like that could that could be people's niche and what people enjoy, and that's like more power to them. But yeah. I'm just looking at it through my lens of I want to get like 300k subscribers Absolutely. and as much money as possible from YouTube. Like ultimately, that is my goal, uh, and like, and enjoy myself. But that, yeah. I like I enjoy that process. Like I don't know that sounds really sell out, but at the same time, like yeah, I just, we'll go to go know. to a job. <laughs> I want to hear yeah. so. Uh, Perfect Salad is asking, what is your diet like? I also want to expand on that and just say, like, what, um, I guess, what do you do for, you know, I'm assuming as a content creator, obviously you have it, you have it pretty good where it's like you make your own hours and stuff, but, and you're probably, and because you're not a streamer, you're not having to sit on your ass for eight hours straight. Mm. But what do you do to keep healthy? Keep healthy. Well, so when I was, so when I was in my break from RuneScape and like when I was a kid, I did so much sports. Like people don't know that about me online. I did like 
football, cricket, athletics. Um, like I played basketball for school, like loads of stuff. And later on, massively into rowing, which is like crazy uh, fitness yeah. required for that. Even getting like, we, um, uh, not to dox myself, but like really like, like well, like well on there in the national like finals and stuff like that for rowing. Um, so like, yeah, really fit as a teenager. And um, I kind of dropped off that a bit at university when I started to like socialize more, like partying, <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. But I play, I play five aside football and stuff. But recently, I've been that is that is one area of my life I am slacking. Like I don't do much sports. Like I, I don't shy away from exercise. Like I love like like walking and stuff like that. Like I always go and do that sort of stuff. Like keep semi active, and I'm like in reasonable shape. But realistically, I could be better with exercise. That's probably like one area of my life where I'm slacking yeah. right now. But my diet is my diet is really good. Um, cook all our food. Like love making stuff. What was, what was the question? What's my diet like? Yeah. Um, my girlfriend's vegetarian, so it's mostly vegetarian. Uh, obviously, that's just like eat for ease. Um, but yeah, just make all our meals from scratch. Love it. I, I love cooking because, like, I've always thought of this. Why wouldn't you like cooking? Because when you're cooking, you can make things however you want. However you like them to taste, that's how you can make it, so... Yeah. I don't know. I like making my own food. <laughs> no, I I think that's I think that's awesome to be able to cook your own yeah. stuff and to enjoy it. Because not everyone's yeah. like that. Um, no, I, I will say like you know I used to be into sports and stuff, and I actually was kind of into working out in my early twenties. But yeah, as I as life moves on, it's like ex or I guess not exercise, but just like sports and stuff like that stop becoming a priority and working out. Yeah, but I will say I do. I've always, since I was probably like 16, 17, have always been like really into being fit somewhat, you know, just being healthy. Yeah. And like, I'm not perfect at it at all. In fact, I've had a lot of phases starting out streaming where it's just like, that was not a priority to go and like exercise. But I feel like now that I've kind of, am more into a position where I don't have to worry so much about like stream growth and stuff, I still want to grow you know a bunch but like i'm not yeah. at that point where it's like i need to like be streaming i feel yeah, you get more of a, a balance after that initial like yes you really work hard on it yep and so i feel like diet wise and exercise is something now i can start to focus on long term of like okay what is what is like an almost like an exercise plan it's not just to say i want i that is another thing. Is like I do not want to get into hardcore shape anymore. I want to just maintain a, a healthy body. Yeah, nothing extreme. Yeah, there's like a there's been a really weird culture shift over the past like ten years where people just want to get like ripped and like huge. Yeah, like it's definitely like Instagram culture of like ha- having an effect on people. Because like, I I mean obviously I wasn't alive. Well, like I wasn't like a twenty year old in the nineties, but. Yeah. I wouldn't imagine there was anywhere near as much pressure to like go to the gym and lift weights. It would yep. be more about like running and keeping generally healthy. Yeah. So like, it's just been interesting to see like that is like people like love going to the gym and smashing the gym. And like, like, yeah, that's great. But it's just been just, it's just interesting to see how like that perception of 
fitness changes over time. Like when you say fitness now, people will be like, yeah, go to the gym. Yeah. Get on the bench like, and shit. Get lean as fuck and take a picture of yourself dehydrated. <laughs> like that's fit. It's like, no. And yeah. to be honest, like, I, 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 yeah. Sorry, what you going to say? I, I was just going to say, like, to be honest, like what I find attractive in a girl or just, you know, anybody, like I'm not saying I'm sexually attracted to males, but like the same thing is like, I've, <laughs> I find a, uh, I find somebody attractive that just is healthy and works and like does exercise. And it, they do. Yeah. In fact, I almost find it un- more unattractive when somebody's just like crazy fit. It's like, Jesus, like <laughs> maniac. I don't, I, I don't mind either way, but like, yeah. I just like think making healthy choices. It just shows that you're invested in your future. Yes. And you're invested in I'm yourself. Like, you're confident. Yeah. In yourself. Do, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, no matter how broke you are or like, I don't know, maybe like you're, you hate your job or something like you can still, like anyone can be physically fit if they want, really want to. Yeah. Like there's nothing holding someone back from that. Yeah. And like, it's a, it's a great investment. It's like, it's as good as earning money. Yep. Like, look around. In fact, it's probably and see, better than and, and you'll see the people money. that abuse their body. Yeah. It's yeah. probably better than earning money. Cause like, what would you rather have? Just this horrible body, but like being a, a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, true. True. Like you'll be, we'll be old before we know it, and like you'll be thanking your younger self, like for brushing your teeth every day, like yep. not dr- not like binge drinking too much, like. But like, there's obviously a trade off between enjoying yourself as well. So, yeah. it's all a healthy balance. Everything's about finding that balance. That's just what you just insert when you just want to yeah. say something meaningless. <laughs> yeah, it really is just all about balance. Okay, um, yeah. this is kind of more IRL, but he. Uh... Um, Juke Sparrow is asking, "What area are you most interested? What area of physics are you most interested in? Does your current job have to do with Uh-oh. physics?" Well, yeah, my job's Ruska YouTuber, so yeah, that's... that doesn't really affect, that doesn't really affect it. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird that people like some people are like, oh, so you have a job at the same time, right? And I'm like, oh no, no, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, in my degree. Uh, I'd say I was mainly interested. I, I, I was interested in the application of the stuff we were learning about. So the thing is with physics, like I got to the point where you go so deeply theoretical into something that it almost has no like sort of semblance of the real world. Like obviously you can, you can follow the steps back up the path and be like, Oh, and that's why the sky is blue or, or, some, or something like that. Do you know what I mean? But like when... When you're that deep into like particle physics and you're talking about like the strangeness of like a charm quark or something ridiculous, <laughs> like I started getting less interested when it had like there wasn't like a few steps to the real world. It was like quite a few. I don't know. Like it's hard to explain. Like if if you've done like physics like that, you'll probably know what I mean. It's like it's like the classic thing with quantum mechanics. It's like if you think you understand quantum mechanics, you don't understand quantum mechanics. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's beautiful, I, though, about, like, the world. Yeah. Like, nobody yeah. really knows. We we yeah. get to a point where, like, we think we know, and then all of a sudden, like, something's introduced. We're like, oh, fuck. We don't. Yeah. We don't. No, I, I, re- I really enjoyed my time with my degree. Like, it was, like, fantastic. I thought it was an amazing experience. Um, but to answer his question specifically, I'd say probably nuclear and particle physics were the ones I found the most interesting, although I found aspects of all of them interesting and aspects of all of them too much or like because you just did lot lots of maths basically a lot of time but i like i like solving problems though yeah our, our master's project was so by the time i was in my master's i was a bit less uh enthusiastic about the theoretical shit so 
our master's project was um, modeling the urban heat island around Manchester. So that's so so basically, cities are warmer than the countryside because of all the like the concrete and materials and like the structures in a city. And we were um, we were like sort of documenting how the weather affects that urban heat island effect. So we used to go around Manchester, like cycling around, like uh, changing our sensors. It was quite experimental. Like, like all my mates who were like doing like on some particle accelerator, be like, "Yeah, you fucking idiots over there cycling around Manchester." <laughs> I was like, "I'm loving it." But it had just like that real world. It was just like more real worldy stuff. Yeah. At that point. So that's what my masters was. Um, I'm kind of curious because of of how different now your just life is just making RuneScape videos. But like, so I remember uh, something on a Q&A where Mod Sween had mentioned something like he was kind of relating something to like real life. And it's just like he he had thought like, is this what I want to do with my life is just m- like, you know, help make a video game or something like <laughs> I feel like I could be doing more important things. But then at the end, he was just saying, you know, like uh, it kind of is impactful in a way to like certain people. It might not be like you're fucking creating a cure for a disease or something but like i guess what do you how do you relate um or how do you feel what about what i do now yeah i guess like how like yeah. how does your no, overall I, thing I, I feel right here we go some more arrogance coming in i feel like i have a great impact on society as a whole because when i look at my watch time and i see it's like a thousand years or something that's a thousand years of like impact <laughs> on people's time yeah. So like, I've got I've got a hundred years on this earth, maybe, and I've had like ten x that. So I've already done my bit for society, like in my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> like, that sounds so fucking arrogant, but like it is impactful. Like people could have like the shittest day ever, and like they just want to have some escapism and watch some RuneScape yeah. videos, or like they just want to kill some time and they just want to enjoy themselves. And like I love watching other people's videos and enjoying them like that. And I, yeah. like has a great impact on me. Like like to to laugh like just to mess around like fucking around watching something with my girlfriend or something and yeah like i i i don't i don't feel like all i'm doing is playing a clicking game from whatever and like uploading videos about it like yeah it has like real impact and i'm like fulfilled in the impact that that provides to society <laughs> yeah i ask because um like I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Or just like you know what, whatever, whatever can uh, you know provide for you, and just like if you're enjoying it and stuff. Like if you're an entertainer or anything, like, I don't think there's any thing wrong with being an entertainer over being a doctor. Being like you know where it's like someone could argue this is like real, you know, benefits to society, and then another one's just like you know, yeah, being a comedian. The, the classic. Or it's not a real job, bro. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay. Like, tell that to HMRC when tax time comes around. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think yeah. it's awesome that, like, you know, you're doing exactly what you love oh, to yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, I think most most people will have, like, will have that sort of, um, oh, what's the word? Like, not, not philosophical, but a bit, like, that question of, like, is this it? Like, is this all I'm doing? But often the time is, like, yeah. I, I'm I'm happy with what I'm doing, and I think I'm fulfilled by it, and yeah, thriving awesome. out here. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, it's, I mean, life's short as well. Like, what life? No, not life short. That was doesn't relate, but like life's always changing. Like ten years ago, you're not the same person. 
Like I could, I'm, I imagine I'll only be doing this for a few years more, uh, just because the nature of the internet and things will move on. People will get RuneScape will probably lose popularity. I mean, people have been saying that for ten years, but yeah, I'll I'll that, I was going to say, I'll I was like, move, we'll see about that. I don't know. Yeah, I'll just move on something. I'll just move on something else. Like, it's just a small chapter of my life. Like, and I think I've what's... got like my thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties. Do you know what I mean? And I think what's cool as well is like, I mean, you built a. Uh huge community and so even if something were to change with the game it's not like that's the end you have a, a uh, huge yeah the channel. whole future yeah and like my, my, my mom loves referring to that like so what are you gonna do after this <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh <laughs> but my ideal would always be to try and work for myself whether that's self-employed or setting up a business or something like that yeah but I think with YouTube, I I don't think I'd ever... I, I think I've heard you say on the cast before that everyone would just hop to a new game. I don't think I would hop to a new game because I don't really care about gaming. I care about... I enjoy and I play RuneScape, but I'm not like a gamer. Yeah. I, I wouldn't refer to myself as a gamer. Like, yeah. I've I've never really played like any other games <laughs> other than like poker and FIFA, which is just like... <laughs> yeah i'm kind of the same i just play runescape i like runescape yeah and like you've you've invested so much into content creation it's like even if runescape and it's like yeah whatever it's like you know just move on yeah like at the end of the day like i'm i still don't want to blow my own trumpet but i'm a very well qualified person in terms of like i've got a really good degree i've got like you're not going homeless even even dating back to like when i was 16 like I've excelled at every stage of what I've done in my life. So, like, I'm very, I would say I'm very employable. It takes a lot of, um, it does take a lot to, like, set up a YouTube channel, actually do something without being prompted. Yeah. Like, anyone, like, being an employee, you just get, you just get told what to do. No one's telling me what to do. Like, I've got to just actually take the steps and just fucking make something of it. So, it's like, there's a lot to be said for that. And I'm not worried about the future because, I feel like I'll be fine with whatever I end up doing. Well, that's good. I, I, hopefully that didn't piss anyone off. I don't think it. I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, think I'm very humble. The most humblest, humblest guy ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're just being honest with yourself. And I, I agree. Like taking anybody that's been successful on their own has definitely has what it takes to, you know, if you made something from scratch, like you can do it again, you know? Yeah. It's just about doing like people actually just do stuff Take an initiative. Like so many people just saying like yeah i'll do this i'll do that but just actually people that actually do it it's like oh valuable yeah no it's it's definitely uh a good quality to have i mean i didn't i have always considered myself a procrastinator and just somebody that doesn't really take initiative for most things and until i'm passionate about something which is interesting because i'm passionate yeah. about runescape <laughs> and like that was never anything <laughs> i could take initiative like everyone did you know, it's like you have to get a normal job when I was growing up and stuff. But mm. Like, if it was anything else, if it was if this starting out any other podcast, I mean, this podcast is, could go wherever, you know, in a few years and stuff. But like, I was just thinking, like, there's no way I would even have had the initiative to start a podcast or to do anything like this if it wasn't something I was already like really passionate about. And so I, I don't know. I guess what I'm talking yeah. about is just like being passionate about something is like no, key, it, first of all. I'm like, yeah, but uh, but that just extends onto the next step and the next step and the next step. Like the first podcast I listened to was the Hexes podcast, but like now I listen to loads of different podcasts. Yeah, like 
Do you know what I mean? It's like that, that little gateway at the start gets you into something and then you expand upon that. And yeah. like, yeah, you can just fly with it. Like, to be honest, like we don't even, we, you wouldn't even have to talk about RuneScape with a lot of people and like people would still tune in. Yeah. I'd imagine like a lot of this hasn't really been that RuneScape related. It's been me just picking myself up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's, and that's what, that's what people want to hear. Like people, when I get people on the cast, like, a lot of the time, because this is the weird thing, is like sometimes I'll get people saying like you should talk more about the game, but the majority of people are saying I want to hear more about them. I want to hear more about like mm-hmm. what they do and other things besides RuneScape. Like you can still you know talk about RuneScape and stuff because we're all yeah. that's something we're we can all relate to. But yeah, like a lot yeah, of no, the time, I think I think you definitely have a good mix on this. I'm 100%. glad. I'm glad to hear it because that's what I want. I don't want to tell folks on RuneScape because that would be boring as hell because especially no, yeah, with the I lack probably, of I, updates I probably, I probably wouldn't watch if it was just runescape yeah I just, would like yeah because i i say i probably watched about half of these maybe something like that and that's that's what yeah. i want i want people to tune in for the guest i don't care about you yeah. know you have to watch every single one in fact yeah. there is no podcast in the world where i would watch every single guest yeah yeah it's so true like people like we watch this one because it's me and that's fine yeah so um I want to, I'm just going to look through the questions. I feel like we've covered a decent amount. I want to, I want to hear from you. Do you have anything like big that you would like to talk about? Um, I'm just thinking about what, what would people want me to talk about? Um, <laughs> no, I think, I think, so like, I think we've touched on most things. We've touched on like, I guess there was a lot about Deadman ideas. Um, I actually wrote out like 2K words, <laughs> like a fucking mug and posted it in the Jax Discord. But no one's ever read probably but <laughs> my ideas for making dead man better oh no we we like we swerved away from it at some point but um, let's go back into it because people like yeah. dead man and I, we i don't talk about it enough on my cast because i barely get anybody yeah TV so related so dead so dead man suffers from being the same every time and i think one way that you could make it absolutely pop in uh you could make it so you're on tutorial island you can choose to be an iron man like, and it's a choice. It's not an Iron Man Deadman mode. You can play Iron Man within Deadman mode. So then, what does this mean for the overall mode? If it's a tournament, you could have split final. A split final between mains and Iron Man. The Iron Man final will be instant one v ones. The main final could be, say, how it is already. And like that would not upset original Deadman players because they get their shit. They get their Deadman, and it would bring that would bring a lot of new people to play Iron Man. It's like a survival game mode. You have to go around collecting all your shit. You're not competing against people that have been fed all their stuff. So that takes away a bit of the clanning aspect of it. But there's obviously still advantages to playing as a group of people in an, with an Iron Man. But it does level the playing field a lot. And I feel like that would bring back a lot of people to the mode which used to play it, but just felt like they were just getting constantly uh, disadvantaged by not being in a team. But if you're an like, Iron Man, do you get to like loot other people's shit? No, no. So when you when you're an Iron Man, you're like it's just survival, you're basically, basically you're playing a survival game mode. You're, like it's the same mechanics as O seven. You don't like. There's no point in PKing. It's just for people who want to play in a survival game mode. Mm. Like when I when I play Deadman, and when a lot of people play Deadman, they don't actually PK that much. They just play because there's the heightened risk, like ev- and everything feels way more valuable because it's like as part of a competition, you're working towards something greater, and. Yeah, I think that would that's a very small change that would bring back a lot of activity. That's just one thing. Um, I think another idea I had was the same sort of idea of not changing too much about Deadman, but 
you have the option on Tutorial Island to choose to be a hardcore. Now, this isn't a hardcore Iron Man. It's just a hardcore account. So when you die, you're back to level three or back on Tutorial Island. Jesus. Um, and so hardcore players in Deadman mode would say have a 5% damage increase to PVM and PVP. So the meta is to play as a hardcore, but all of a sudden everything is so much more like scary, dangerous, but you're giving people the choice. Like you can do this or you can play normally. Like there's a, there's the option. And I think one thing Deadman hasn't done in the past is given people the choice of what, how to play the game. Yeah. Whereas in old school, you, ha- you have loads of choices, but you don't have any choice with Deadman. You just have the, the one path. So yeah. Um, imagine like someone dying day 20 is a hardcore. That'd be fucking crazy yeah but things like that just make make just that just makes the mode a little bit more exciting and then i think just you could bring relics in from leagues you could change where the safe zones are you could make it single plus so like that makes a lot of areas a lot different and more dangerous like all these sort of like small changes or even like a world boss or something like that yeah i don't know it needs it needs some it needs a decent amount of change to make it exciting again. Like the last one was actually pretty good because you had tier B and James was Eric unlocked. So that changed the dynamic a lot of the season. Yeah. It it wasn't, it wasn't every three months. Like it shouldn't have been every three months. It should be like twice a year max. I'd say. Yeah. It was interesting. It was cool to see because I remember like Ari slash was like camping raids. Cause like, so PVM could go into dead man mode and enjoy like things they enjoy without, pvping yeah like we have like i'm i'm essentially that in our team like i don't do much of the peaking like i'm there like doing ds2 getting crossbows doing some raids doing like this that and the other like i'm i'm a good like i'm good for the 1v1s at the end but during the season i don't pk much yeah outside of like on alts and stuff like that but yeah but it all, uh, i don't know i just think the main problem deadman has is that solo versus clan thing and clans will always win yeah but maybe iron man helps live in the level of playing field somewhat it gives people like a direction to be like oh okay i can some maybe somewhat compete on my own rather than being a team yeah that's cool so when you mentioned the hardcore thing that would not be iron man like you could only do a hardcore no 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 i i i I, I, yeah i mean that as just just like, if you die one, the, one a... or the other I, I wouldn't want all these things at once i would yeah. like oh, okay i see what you want mean. like a, sele- a selection of them so like ideas. say what one dead man you have the option to be a hardcore but the next one you have the option to be an iron man and your I hardcore is really just cool. hardcore is just a one life account but it's a choice so yeah. but you get that i'm all for giving damage. people yeah i'm all for giving the choice to take extra risk and get that extra reward yeah. rather than like imp- trying to blanket things on everyone yeah but yeah, I'll, we'll see. I'm excited actually for Dead Man because Husky's working on it. When are they um, planning think, for that? By yeah. the way, that's this year, right? Are they? They're doing. Yeah, to? they're doing. They're doing planning at the moment. Um, and I would imagine. So I'd imagine there's going to be a Dead Man League and Group Ironman this year. Well, they've kind of alluded to that anyway. The order is obviously to be, be determined, but they're running out of time. So hopefully, it's going to be soon. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be Dead Man then Group Ironman then leagues in that order. Do you think it's all going to be this year? Because they like try. They're I like think it's going to be close. They're trying to squeeze in, but I'm like, jeez, it's a. Little... I think because because if, th- if you think about it, Deadman, it's less than a month, so that could be say in September. Group Iron Man could come out in 
October, October, November times. And like, let that run for like a month before you bring out the league. That's true. And then you've got like staggered hype releases for the rest of the year. That's, I mean, I'm just dreaming out loud here. Like that, yeah. that is ideal, ideal for me, but we'll see if that happens. They're all supposedly coming like pretty soon. That's exciting. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Now I should hop on. Honestly, try out one of the like the league or anything. I, I mean, think I'll. I think I will. Step too far, but I think I will try out a league this year when they come out. And, you should. Uh, you should. Honestly, it would like, be depending on. Like, you, lo- the- you lose like a maximum of a month of your five million year Seracnus <laughs> grind. Like, yeah, it's negligible at the end of the day. No, but I know that's the thing. And honestly, <laughs> I think it would be really fun. And I, dude, it's honestly kind of a shame that I got my Mace Day One Fasanis. I was seriously looking oh, forward. I've- yeah i felt like kind of bad for you because it's like that is so much more fun to grind (laughs) i know i was i was just like actually really looking forward to to competing and keeping my rank yeah i knew knew exactly what would have been going through your mind and i was like yeah i would be thinking the same (laughs) fucking thing right now but i'm cool with it uh but the cool thing with um leagues is like i got that little taste of like that competition where it's like okay like i'm looking at the high score seeing who's like around me it's like that's what i want that's what i crave um, I hate oh, yeah. that. Com- I love competition. Yeah. I love that competition. I haven't had it in so long. Like I have like these long-term competitions where like somebody's like yeah. 6,000 fucking hard clues ahead of me. And like, it would be fun <laughs> to kind of compete with that. But it's like that direct start. It's like, yeah. go. I yeah. That is, that is what I like the most about the new games. It's just everyone's fresh, like flying to get you 10 K or whatever from Stronghold. Yeah. I just love it so much. Hardcore Iron Man release was seriously the most fun I've ever had in this game where it was just like, yeah, the I, most I, I played on the release release of that as well. So like, fucking fun. Every new release since then. Like, love it. Yeah. So I, I will, should, should I, around it. I, I will try it. I'll see how I enjoy it. I, again, I love progress. I love never-ending progress, but like that. So when it all comes to an end, it's like, God damn it. But like during it, it's going to be fun. Yeah. But like, yeah, I have, I have a completely different attitude, I guess, with like my game project. I don't mind much about what I've actually got in the game in terms of trophies sort of thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm a really... huge, I'm a huge, like I'm, I'm kind of like Curtis. It's just like, I love everything on one account. Yeah. This beast. Yeah. machine but and... then do you not you can but by getting the, the rewards from the league on that account you're adding to that account though that is true so you can see you can see you can view it like that in terms of progression yeah that is true because i always that's the thing i kind of tend to forget is like oh yeah there are rewards you get like these little cosmetics and shit i always yeah. kind of forget that there's even those kind of things yeah and even with a new league you can still buy the old rewards with the new league points yeah so like it's never too late to uh come to the dark side over here and fuck off you man <laughs> i'll give it a try this year i definitely uh, i feel i feel like trailblazer was it looked it looked like a lot of fun and like the first three weeks especially of every league is just so incredibly hype it's just i i just love being part of like the memes and stuff on reddit and like yeah. bullying people for <laughs> failing the iq test and not getting the infinite run and just achieving <laughs> i just love it so much <laughs> Yeah, that's. Yeah. It would have been funny if the second league still had the option to get unlimited run, and people are still not choosing. <laughs> it. Still not, yeah, I, I don't know, like the shit, I, but the fucking teleport one was the one this time. It was just the right one, where it's like ridiculous to choose the other options. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. The, there was like the there was like the unlimited jewelry, but then there was just last like re, this, last recall versus like last having an unlimited recall. jewelry. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, and I feel so bad for people because like they're literally picking that like two hours in and they just fuck it oh. completely. But yeah, I think you'd like the competition aspect of it. Like that is that is that is like it brings out the competitive side of me. Like I want to get rank one for my thumbnail on my first video, yeah, and then like rank one again for my second day video, yeah. like for league points, and that is enjoyable because everyone's on a level playing field in the sense that it's just like about some adaptability and like and skill because you can go and kill Vorkath early but you can have shit gear like that sort of thing and like it's just a completely different way to play the game and it's like so refreshing yeah 100% oh, on I... the subject of competition oh sorry what are yeah you gonna no say? go go I was just I was just gonna say uh, I, was gonna, I was gonna say I saw one of the other questions talking about Galchievers and King of the Skill <laughs> oh yeah so wait, did you do King of the Skill? I did. I did it back in 2017 when I wasn't taking YouTube seriously or anything, and I was actually rank one for construction for like the whole month. Uh, but I knew I was. I knew I wasn't going to win because I, I like I literally put my like my run on YouTube, and like, it wasn't Aww. anything crazy. I, I, I wasn't very good at the game back then. Yeah, like I was. I, I was decent, but like I know a lot more about it now. Yeah, not not saying that like I'm some crazy like good knowledgeable person now. Yeah. Uh, but I, so I was ranked one for construction, but then, um, some guy, so oh, I think his name's like basket or something. It's like a ultimate iron man. He was doing a method. So do you know, do you know how King of the skill worked? Yeah. It's like, you have 24 hours of logged in time to, yeah. So to refresh people's memory, you had 24 hours to, of logged in time and there were the high scores for overall total level. And then every single skill to every single skill. So by the end of the month, whoever was like rank one in each skill and rank one overall, they all got prizes. So there's like 24 prizes here on offer. I think you got like a really nice new computer if you won like the overall one. And for the individual ones, there was like first, second, third, fourth, fifth. So like, that was like a decent, decent prizing. Um, so I was first for construction. And then there's this guy that was doing a method where he would go to Morton, buy an invent of uh limestone things chisel them go to his house build them log out and then wait for his teleport timer to re his mini game teleport timer to re recharge so 20 minutes of being logged out then teleport to morton again and do it again so he was he was like coming up and he eventually took the rank one because like that's some crazy strategy so he was doing that for 24 hours pretty much so when you think about it that's actually turns into like 200 hours logged into the game yeah so he'd gone super hard but then in comes one of like the main problems of King of the Skill. Some other guy starts zooming up the high scores and he's got like 80 Hunter or something. And he's obviously been scouting Inflings with an alt and logging in on his main oh account. <laughs> Grabbing the Inflings, alking the shit, logging out. So he's making like crazy GP per hour doing that. And then eventually he starts doing con and he overtakes the guy who has like spent 200 hours like doing his like Jesus limestone brick method. And you were alting was banned, but in this instance, the guy didn't get banned and he ended up winning. So he was first, the uh, limestone guy was second, and I was third. So I, I think I missed out on lifetime membership because of that. So wow, salt, but I, I was more salty for the uh, the guy that came second. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it wasn't like, but it was like. Maybe it wasn't lifetime for second, second, but I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, that's like, crazy though. It's just so shit because like about about five or six of the winners got DQ'd for alting, like yeah. in the competition. But I would love it to come back. 
Honestly, I think I think it was great. They need to I, throw be, some tw- over that shit now. They need to throw some twists into it if they ever did it again because of that whole log out thing. Like, yeah, that's so true. many skills were just like, especially with like fire making. Like, there's people like fire making that yeah. were just or, or someone in places did that. He was just logging in for the yeah. end of the kill and get the XP. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, like, some people got punished for it. Some people didn't. And there's, yeah, like, it was what constitu- what what is like too far and what isn't. And what they like, almost need to do is like have it so as long as you're like alting should be allowed just because there's so much discrepancy it's like what is alting what isn't like they should almost just almost allow everything like keep game rules but allow everything and then just say like you know what do whatever the fuck you want go for it go hard boys yeah Yeah. because that would be cool to see as as unfair as it is for people that don't alt like alting is always yeah yeah Yeah, the only other way you could could potentially get around it was punish people for logging out time wise to say you just you add like two minutes. You take off two minutes from their time every yeah. time you log. But I don't think that's you don't. I don't really want to encourage people to play six hours at a time. Yeah. No, it's tough. It's tough to. Yeah. But like, I like about it in general. Loved it as a competition. Would love to see another one. But like, yeah, like you said, slightly tweaked would be good. The total, like the that was the coolest part. It was like getting the highest total level because that was like truly. Yeah. You, know, you had to have a big brain for that because when it's just one skill, that, it's like you just did the like same crazy thing planning. Over. Yeah, crazy yeah. planning. Yeah, I think Weeks won that one in the end. I think he did. <laughs> like, obviously. <laughs> Beast. Yeah, I, I, I would love to see it come back, and I'd be all over that from like a YouTuber standpoint. Dude, I am. Like, s- if I was more, if I was more YouTube minded back then, I would have been smashing that because that was my most viewed video for ages. That construction one. I am but. so excited for Quest speedrunning whenever that comes out. That is like something. Oh, yeah, quest speed that's like similar to like the king of the skills, like marking out your own path. Like, what is the best way saving all these ticks? Like, dude, it's gonna be so cool to like see these beasts. Uh, yeah, doing quest speed runs. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Like, I always think of things from like a content creation perspective, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I've always like been like, will that do well? Won't it do well? But like, I don't watch enough of other games. I think it's quite big in other games, isn't it? Yeah, speed running's huge. Yeah, but like, is it that difficult to get the meta strategy for a lot of the quests? It probably isn't. There's always going to be a faster way, though, I feel like. And even just little glitches here and there, it's like, oh, you step on this tile before opening the door. It's going to save you 0.6 seconds yeah. like, for your run. So, like, yeah. they're just going to... What's so cool about it is that it is for, like, the absolute elite, like, speedrunners and shit. But it's going to be so cool to see their runs and then see somebody talk oh, no, yeah. somehow. And then it's like... I definitely back it coming into the game 100%. Yeah. And like think... The game's always changing, so you could always... The new updates would affect them, so exactly. it would always be relevant. And the cool thing is, is like, the setups. Um, as long... If, like, with quest speed runs, as long as, like, you're starting at a certain point, you get to choose exactly your loadout, what you want in your bank, what you want in your inventory, and shit like that. Like, I don't know how it's going to work, whether you're just going to get, like, a fucking, like, GE in your bank. But like, yeah, that's where all just the yeah, probably just the items you need for the quest. Yeah, maybe. so I'm not sure and I'm not sure if you can just have any other items you want, like max gear, max melee, max you know, if you have to kill a monster in it, like what are you gonna are you max stats the yeah. whole time? Or is it gonna be like a tournament world or what? Yeah, think? exactly. So it, it's gonna be interesting to see what they choose to do, but it sounds exciting as hell. Oh no, yeah, it will definitely drive so much innovation. Yeah. Like with RuneScape. So that's, I'm all for that. I'm all for like competitive stuff like that. I think yeah. that'd be great. Yeah, big fan. All right. What was the thing? Oh, um, Gauchibus. <laughs> yeah, what What about that? I want to hear about I'll take it. it. This guy's... Uh... This is from Ollie, so basically... correct? This thing I'm reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
what, what is that um that's um so you know how sir pug has been doing the competitions yeah, yeah yeah so i so i think i've won i've won three of those uh well i i think it was that, a joint win was it one. your video by the way that was like the last second you got the ruby spec or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, literally that was me, that was me. <laughs> like the last fucking chance you had yeah so so that one was i just did that the night he posted it because i was like i swear you can just get a ruby ball in that time like it might be close but i feel like you can yeah. do this so i just did it and i did it first run but it was just like really clutch at the end <laughs> i just about fucking got it yeah so yeah but like obviously quite a few people managed like figured out yeah that, that was gonna be the thing so that was split four ways i think uh, but the other ones were so the the first. So I won the first and the second set poker challenges. And the first one was how much money can you make in one hour? And he gives you like a thousand X what you make. So I just got, I was just looking around the game for like different random shops and stuff just to buy shit from. Like, and then I got lucky because I did a run buying steel nails from a sawmill, like going to PVP worlds and stuff. Made like a mill. But then at the end of the run, I got really lucky because there was a system update which meant all the shops restocked. <laughs> and, um, so I was like, this is a fucking dream come true. I like, went and I like, flew through every single world. All of them were like full stock and everything and made two mil. So I got two bill from that one. Jesus. That was that was really, really nice. Um, and then the second one, the Chivas one. So this was how much money can you make on an Iron Man? So it was like getting rid of like any potential for cheating, I guess. Uh, and I like, just to make it more interesting. So I was like thinking about some stuff, and then I was like, "Oh, gout tubers," because he didn't he didn't talk about alts. <laughs> like he did, he forgot to say no alting. Yeah. And then so I was like, "Oh shit, gout tubers!" And then my friend Pip, he's also a YouTuber. He um, we were in the PvP hardcore on Discord, like just chatting about this competition, and then because Verf said he had an idea for something. And this is how I thought of the idea, because Firth is an ultimate Iron Man based on Karamja, for anyone that doesn't know. Um, so I saw him be like, oh, he's got an idea. And then I was like, it must be something in Karamja, because that's his fucking homeland. Like, it must be something in there. <laughs> and then that's why I was like, oh my god, it's Galtubers. I've fucking got this boy. Like, <laughs> But I didn't want to say I didn't want to say to him, because I didn't want to be like, is this the idea? Oh, I guess we have to collab now. <laughs> or like, that sort of thing. But then Pip goes and types in the Discord. He was like, Oh, what if you could do gouch with loads of accounts? And then like, I just DM'd him and I was like, delete that shit right fucking now, we're doing this. And he deletes his message and then like, straight away we're there, like, we just go on a couple of accounts, just me and him. I think we had like, maybe six accounts between us and we just got three tubers, which was like 2.6 bill. Um, and the price was cap- capped at max cash. It was like, we were like, oh, no one's going to beat this. Like, we're good. If this is allowed, like, I was I was like, there's no way this is going to be allowed once I send him the footage. Yeah. So I was obviously talking to the pugger, and he was like, he was like, oh, it's a bit iffy, but it's it's going to be allowed, I guess, because I haven't I haven't said it's not. But like, he was like umming and ahhing over it, like whether it should be allowed or not, from what I remember. So I started doing runs on my own because I wanted to make a video out of the cha- out of the first challenge, but I didn't have quite have enough content to make it ten minutes. So I started doing solo runs to try and like get just to win on my own and be like, yeah, just say ban alts and then I'll just fucking win. Like, we'll just do that. Yeah. So I started doing some solo runs. I did some Perim Plunder for trying to get Scepter. But then I started just doing Gout Tubers because it wasn't actually that unrealistic of getting two or three. 
which I thought probably was enough of the win. And then I so I did quite a few runs, got three, and I was like, okay, this is my run now. Like, but like, let's go. Like, we don't have to have alts in this shit. And then he was like, hmm, like it's kind of cool for there to be alts. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, no, like don't don't use alts. I'll win either way. I was like, I'll win if it's ulting because I'll just get loads of my friends to do it with me, or I'll win on my own because I've just done an, an insane run. Yeah. And like, I really wanted I really wanted him to say no alts so I didn't have to split with anyone and I could just split Pip, the original <laughs> guy. Because I, I just wanted to be like, no alts, I'll get max cash. Like, great. Fucking rolling in the money. And then he's like, no, I'm going to allow alting. And I was like, are you sure the YouTube comments are going to absolutely hate you if you allow this? And like, I t- turn up with all the boys from my uh, team. And he's like, no, I'm allowing it. And I was like, okay then. And then I just... <laughs> Literally went on Discord at everyone. All right, boys, it's time to farm some Gauchivas. If you want to come and like earn a split of max cash, like we're doing it in like an hour or something. And then you know how like so everyone's a PK and Blazers pretty like most people are PKs, so like they're all fucking money hungry. <laughs> like no one knows what the fuck the fuck they're doing. Like fucking Gout gang, like all the like absolute morons. But like we've got like loads of PKs like with their four like PK accounts like oh I don't have to, I, do I need favor all this like sort of like chaos going on and then so we just start the run literally tell tell you to Tazar fight pit and just start farming the tubers of like uh, we must, we had so many accounts and like we we're just slacking off by then because like no one's no one there's no way anyone's gone to this sort of effort like to win this shit because we had we had so many people because of the money incentive. Like, everyone's going to come to, like, a 100 mil an hour event sort of thing. Yeah, shit. And then, uh, so, we end up winning. But then, there was another there was another team, which was the Summit, that also did the same thing. So, that, that, that's why he must have been like, okay, I'm going to have to allow alts because so much effort's gone into it. So, we ended up having just huge, two giant teams of people doing the tubers. <laughs> but we ended up getting more just because we had more people. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that was so that bad. was what happened with the uh, the tubers. Yeah, that's I mean, it was, cool. It was funny, I, I like those community events. Like the Sir Puggers is that's oh brilliant yeah, ideas. I've, getting I've, I've looked, I, it's one of those videos where I really wish I had thought to do that to host events like in that style. Yeah, like sometimes things come around. I'm like shit. I miss an opportunity by not thinking of that. I'm like, yeah, it's a great great model for making some content. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and he's been doing more ones recently, but I haven't. I did, I've only done three. I did some ones for his recent one, which was uh, how much money can you make from zero GP on a main? And so, but that was a bit of an RNG fest. Like yeah, you could do for, for real. Sa- for I did some for Sarni's Nightmare, like someone did in the video. Uh, GL and Tom, he's quite a good player. Uh, I did. I think I did one raid just to see if I could. And then I just AFK bolted some myth drags for like a few hours, but I didn't get any. A Dragonfall Helm. Yeah. And someone ended up someone ended up winning with like an eternal glory for that one. But no, I've I've been loving it. I love watching him as well from a fan's perspective. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It's really cool to watch. I like I don't know if you ever watched the G E challenge, like Red X challenges. Those are like yeah. five head challenges. Yeah. Like which is like I, yeah, I watched those and it's like, yeah, these guys like know way way so much about the game. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm like like there's that one with like Paul of Nietzsche where he gets like that was and, like, fucked. Like there's yeah. no way you could like yeah, there's no way you could just do that without already like knowing, you know. Yeah, I imagine that's where like the pogo competitions will go. It will go to something ridiculous like that. But I like, I'm, I, like he'll need that help setting that up because 
you don't know what's a good challenge. Exactly. Like, I, I wouldn't even know how to set up a good, worthy challenge like that. Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like you need the creative solution to, or like the creative brain to understand what's going on to like work backwards and then just set the challenge for others. And maybe they'll break it. Maybe they won't. Yeah, it's insane. And that's cool. Like the, the community involvement videos are, are really oh, awesome. Yeah, I really like them. I just, I just love, I think competitions are so healthy for the game because it gives, it's just really entertaining to watch. Yeah. And yeah, I, w- I would love it if there's more of a competitive scene uh, backed by Jagex, especially. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, Trailblazers and DMM and stuff like that, bringing it back, see see what Jagex can do with it. Because I feel like they've been proving themselves. I mean, some of their, I mean, you know, people can say they haven't been, but I really honestly feel like Jagex is starting to understand what qualifies as fun. And I'm excited. I'm optimistic. Yeah, I think they they do a good job overall, 100%. Like, it's easy to pick holes in certain things. Absolutely. And like, obviously, each of each of the J mods not going to be an expert on every area, but on the whole, I think they've done pretty well. Yeah. Like, it's amazing that old school is still thriving in twenty twenty one. Really, yeah. Like, it's a bit of a lull recently, but like, if you told the players in twenty thirteen when the game was like dead, right? You couldn't have imagined it, really. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm honestly, you know, when you say. You know, who knows how many more years this has. I honestly think <laughs> things keep going in a good direction where nothing's too crazy power creep. Power creep's inevitable, but like stuff like that where it's mm. like you can slowly bring in some really nice updates. I feel like we have many, many more years of old school content. So. Yeah. I think we have more years, but I don't think... I think we've peaked because of COVID, and I don't think we'll reach that peak again, personally. I just think the player base... <laughs> is a it's just aging and you're oh, everyone's yeah. gonna get to the age where they get family kids yeah uh, harsh career rather than being in uni slash just after uni or like early work in life where like they have no responsibility we'll have school. we'll have to see this is definitely a boomer game we'll see, yeah, it is, it's like the it is, generation yeah, just it is interesting older older. it is interesting yeah it'd be crazy if, it'd be crazy if it was still like really active in 10 years to be honest yeah. all right yeah. well we are getting closer to the uh, max point, so I want to ask you uh, one more thing, unless you have anything. And then we'll... yeah, sure, like yeah, go for it. Yeah, so I want to ask. Well, it's pretty much just kind of what I ask a lot of creators, but just give some shout outs to, uh, I guess, people in the community that you look you look up to, or people that are shout kind outs. of underappreciated. <laughs> yeah, shout outs. Um. Oh god! Well, in, in terms of like people who have influenced my old school journey, I'd say I definitely have taken a lot of inspiration from the way Tall Vesta makes his videos. In terms of them being fast paced, uh, I'm C engineer for creativity. Obviously, I just yoinked a series idea for PvP Hardcore Man, <laughs> and and Boaty just for being the most entertaining version of yourself. I yeah. just feel like that's that's his thing. Um. In terms of like underrated people, oh my god! I, you know what? I would actually put you in there as underrated. I, I really do enjoy listening to these podcasts on like your stuff. Like, it's not, it's nice to have like a long form stuff, uh, things to listen to, especially playing PvP Hardcore Iron Man because I can't really watch something; I have to listen. Yeah, because I have to look at the screen. Well, shit, so, yeah, I appreciate you. that. Um, what else have I been enjoying lately? Oh, have you, have you seen um? Hanani's videos she's 
like made an account that anyone can log into. Like no. she's not good at the game or anything. She's just like complete like <laughs> clowning around. But basically, no. it's like a massive community thing where she made the login info public. Oh my god! And anyone can log in. Anyone can log in on this account. So it's like there's obviously people trying to sabotage it. Like it's been muted and stuff. <laughs> like people working together. Like they've got some ninety nines and things. But I think like the bank got locked out of as well. So Jesus. that's like that, that, that. Like that's another thing I wish I thought of doing. Um. Who else? I'm just scrolling down my sub list. I mean, shout out all the boys. I'm friends with most people, to be honest, these days, and I do rate them. I would say, watch out for Gilmore Game Season Two. As I've that's fully filmed now, and I was part really? of that. Shit. Yeah, much much better format than Season One, in my opinion, and gonna be very entertaining. So shout out Soup. Soup's a great guy. Yeah. As well. Probably like yeah, one of the one of my favorite people in the community. Yeah, he's awesome. Very um, I miss his streams. Shout out EVScape coming up with a battle royale. Oh, oh that's yeah, another, yeah, that's another, that's another thing I've done. I've, I've won the battle royale twice <laughs> uh, back in the back in the previous years. Uh, that's coming up this weekend, actually, on the seventeenth on the Saturday. I'm excited to watch. Oh. I'm a little bit more invested yeah. now because West Ham and I were in a call after the cast talking about he was Apparently, trying to yeah he was trying to learn about how to like. Uh, do the tick manipulation amethyst. I was like spending some time like teaching him because he wants to get some uh, arrows or darts or something uh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna that's gonna be huge. They're actually doing a rookie event on the 16th for the, the day before, and then the winners of that go into the veterans, which I'm in on the 17th. And they've got like it's th- they've got a decent prize pool going on. It's like 13k overall. Damn. I I, I, re- I really I really love those ones as well. It's it's a shame that it's only a content creator thing, but like. The way it's like uh, presented and run is, is is inevitable, really. Yeah, which is unfortunate. But I'm just like I'm very happy that you can I'm like be a full, part. Like yeah. uh, yeah, just grateful that I could be a part of that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, can't wait, can't wait for that personally. That's that's like my the, the rest of this week. I'm like editing a video and I'm just preparing for that. <laughs> Like you've exciting. got Boaty, you got Boaty there in the Discord. Like he's got some mad strategies. Like he's constantly asking Evie about loads of different questions, and I'm like, "Fuck, maybe I need to be planning some more because Boaty's going so hard." <laughs> yeah, that's the cool thing. Is like I was talking. Is like a lot of it has to come down to game knowledge, and not just your PvP skill. It's like, oh yeah, abs- absolutely. Like, like last time we were doing like corrupted gauntlet and stuff, and if we died inside, we were out of the competition and all that sort of stuff. Damn. So yeah. Yeah, I, I what well, the one thing I wish I wish it was like five hours and not like two hours. Yeah, <laughs> I just wish it was longer. But yeah, shout out him. Anything else? Uh, yeah, the PvP hardcore man community as well. They're like there's a nice little small community that people don't really know much too know too much about. But my videos, my next video is going to be about that, uh, covering some of the deaths that people might might not have seen in that community. That's awesome. And yeah. Yeah, it's been a great past year, like being part of that, and on to the next adventures, whatever they may be. Awesome. So, yeah, I guess that's about it. <laughs> All right, well, guys, I will have solo missions. A lot of you are probably already subscribed to Solo Mission, but I will have his links, his YouTube. Um, do you want me to link your Twitch? I know you don't stream. Uh, uh there's there's no point, honestly. I okay. think I'm, if I go if I stream now, it would be on YouTube. But, okay. We'll we'll have yeah. your YouTube link. We'll have your Twitter link. Is there anything else you would like yeah. to have linked? Nah, that's honestly fine. All right. 
It's an absolute pleasure. Donation link in there as well. Throw your throw your uh, sponsor links and shit in there. Um, Oh good. No, but for real, thank you so much for taking the time. It's honestly been so much fun talking. Yeah, thank you. I enjoy talking about everything. Hopefully, I haven't come across too badly. I don't mean ill from anything I've said. Hopefully, I wasn't too arrogant. Nah, not at all. Well, yeah. So uh, I was just trying to give a truthful representation of what's going on. I think people appreciate it. I appreciate it, and it was really, honestly, very insightful and just yeah, just fun listening to uh, some of the DMM memories and stuff. So <laughs> thank you again for being on it. Guys, next week, um, not exactly positive who's going to be on, but uh, we got some guests to look forward to. I got some people, and there might be a controversial figure on soon. So, <laughs> yeah, probably the most controversial figure on soon. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, I'm excited for that. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Soul Mission, thank you again, and we'll catch you on the next one. No worries. See you later. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.